I hope you guys are doing good. Good evening, everybody. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> Y'all know if I say 8, it's going to be closer to 8.15, child. Takes a while to get ready. But I'm here. I'm here. I hope y'all are doing good. Happy Tuesday. It is the end of January. Thank y'all. Yes, I'm rocking the bangs. Not the bangs. The bangs. Yeah, I, I want to wear bangs today, so I got some bangs on today. Um... But yeah, I can't believe how fast the month of January went. It's like we were already, like I was telling Emily yesterday, we were all ready for the new year. Y'all know everybody, new year, new me. <laughs> Folks started their weight loss journey, you know, just all this stuff that we start in January. And it is now officially the 31st. I can't believe like, you know, it's about to be a whole new month. A lot has went down this month and we're going to talk about it throughout this stream. A lot of serious topics. Um, but that's going to be later on in the stream. Now, if you guys follow me on Instagram, if you're not blocked, um, or follow me on YouTube, because I did post it on the membership community page um, and on Discord, YouTube has been messing with me. Now, the other day I had did the video on the whole Tyree Nichols situation. I'm going to share my screen with you in just a minute. And YouTube decided to send me an email this morning basically saying that they were um, going to age restrict the video. They had already demonetized it. So I knew I wasn't going to make no money off of the video because they don't monetize anything serious. But I still felt, you know, it was important to at least do a podcast. And as you guys know, on my podcast, the full video, you have to download the Spotify app. It's free. When you download the Spotify app, um, you can watch the full video, but you have to be logged in. You have to be on the app to watch the full video. So I put all the, the full video there, unedited, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes on my Spotify videos, they'll be a little bit different from my YouTube videos. Like yesterday, the video that I posted of Nicki Minaj's barbs beefing with Chica, I was able to use the Nicki Minaj freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Because she was like killing it one song. I really like this freestyle. And I was able to use that clip on Spotify, but on YouTube, they they uh, they struck the video where I couldn't even show the video, so I had to go in and re-edit it. So sometimes my videos on Spotify, they're different than what I put on YouTube. So always make sure you check both. Um, I'm glad y'all are liking the look, honey. I'm here for this, okay? Uh, so yeah, they, they all send me a damn email early, early this morning, like 5 a.m. or some shit, bitch. Who's up working at YouTube at 5 a.m.? Ain't y'all on the West Coast? Meaning it was probably 3 a.m. y'all's time. Harassing me early in the damn morning, sending nasty emails about age restrictions. They keep age restricting a lot of my stuff. It's bullshit. But I'm going to go ahead and show y'all this really quick. So I posted this today on Instagram because I always have people in the comment section saying, why don't you post you know, your full podcast here? Most of my podcast topics are, you know is our topics that are a little bit deeper or things I want to, you know, talk longer about. I'm not putting them on YouTube. And so I was writing this. I said, for all the people constantly asking me, why don't post full videos on serious topics on YouTube? This is why. 
I stopped and I will never do it again. Whenever I do this type of content, I'm silenced with the age restriction and the video is demonetized. And this action helps to suppress it in the algorithm so nobody sees it. I didn't show the beating in this video snippet, nor did I say anything wrong. If you guys watched the video that I put on YouTube, it was just news and my beginning commentary. I didn't even go deep until, you know, until the part cuts off, you got to go to Spotify. And then, you know, I talked about a lot of stuff um, and, you know, showed more videos, but I didn't post any of that on YouTube because I knew YouTube would not allow it to play. And so, like I said, um, if you go to page two, you will notice that when I talk about just nonsensical, you know, I'm here for the fuck shit, right? That's what I do. I do celebrity news. So I'm here for people saying that Lotto doesn't change her draws because it's just so stupid. You know, I'm here for the back and forth with the barbs and Chica. But when I talk about stuff like that, automatically monetize, no review needed. Oh, here goes some money. Have fun. Every video I did about Krishan and Blueface, all that fuckery, approved, no, no review. Anytime I talk about anything serious, either on my live streams or in, you know, videos or podcast clips, automatic review. And usually once I submit it for review, it's denied. But now they're starting to get besides themselves because now they're age restricting. And the problem with the age restriction is that it further demonetizes, not demonetize, but it further suppresses you in the algorithm, right? So once you're demonetized, you're already going to be suppressed because again, supposedly you're not advertiser friendly. But what I find very odd, YouTube, just, I don't know, maybe it's just me. So when I say stuff, oh, I'm not advertiser friendly. I'm keeping it too real. So I don't deserve the money off of my work and my edits. But strangely enough, when I log in to my other, uh, my like, let's, let's say my lovely, true, my true, uh, true crime tea time channel, when I log in on that channel, because it doesn't have any type of ad, uh, ad blocker on there, right? I pay a membership on this channel to YouTube because their ads are ridiculous. So I don't see any ads on YouTube because I give them like 17 bucks a month. On my other channel, I don't pay anything so I can see ads. So sometimes I'll log in on my other channel and I'll go watch, you know, the, the videos that they punish me for. Oh, you're demonetized. You're doing too much. And there, there's ads. So I'm confused. So y'all are still putting ads on videos that y'all demonetize. So it's not good enough for me to be paid from them. But somehow, you know, the advertisers don't mind when the money just goes straight into YouTube's pocket. Make it make sense. So that's the part that's just, you know, and they passed that rule, like, I think like a year ago when they said, even if your channel's demonetized, we're still going to place ads on them because we need the money. You know, I, I say all that to say that the tech space is really struggling right now. Uh, tech is dying, unfortunately. We're going to talk about that further on in the streams. But yeah, tech is going through it right now. And they are scrounging through the cushions to find any ways to get folks' money. I'm noticing what a lot of people I've been talking to, they're seeing more demonetizations. They're seeing more age restrictions on their videos. I'm talking about age restrictions that literally make no sense. And when you submit to try and get them removed, they come back within not even two minutes, uh, just not approved. I'm like, you didn't even watch the video. The video is 30 minutes. How did you approve, not approve this in two minutes? 
Um, you can send it to your YouTube manager. Oh, yeah, I sent it to, you know, such and such. And they said, no. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, YouTube manager. And this is why most people are starting to put their content on Rumble, Spotify, and other platforms. You know what I'm saying? But YouTube is my home base. So I'm always going to be here. People know me as a YouTuber. I'm not a TikToker. I'm not an IG person. I don't know how to use Snapchat besides, you know, the filters with my little niece. That's it. Like, all I know is YouTube, you guys. So um, it sucks. But again, I, I just find other ways to do what I need to do. I'm not going to allow them to censor me. We're still going to hit on, you know, real topics. I was very proud of my stream last week. And thank you to everybody who hung in there. And let me talk about, you know, the conservatives and, and their drama. That I had a really good time with that stream, just talking about something different outside of, you know, celebrity gossip. So that was cool. And I appreciate y'all for being patient with that. So, um, but we will talk more about the whole tech sector, what's going on with them. There's a lot of conspiracies, honey, but y'all know we gotta check, we gotta say that to the end, child. You know how YouTube do. We gotta say that to the end. So let me go ahead. I want to talk about uh, okay, we got five thousand people here. Welcome, 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 y'all. Come on in, come on in. So I want to talk about all of this drama that is going on on the Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, y'all know I didn't used to like that show. Y'all kind of forced me into watching it. I am a Real Housewives of Atlanta girl and um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City in New Jersey, the OGs, New Jersey. I, I've watched the Cali people off and on, but they're a bit too rich for my blood, okay? Um, so I, I stick with Jersey. You know what I'm saying? They're rich but ratchet. I love the Jersey girls. Um, Atlanta, them is my sisters. You know, Potomac, I, was, I wasn't really, I wasn't sure how I felt about them, but um, I've, I've been binge watching. I like it. And this season has been fire. Okay. So now last week we all watched on the Real Housewives of Potomac where, you know, Robin Dixon is time out. She's going to remarry her husband, Juan. Juan is a basketball coach. I, I forgot what team he coaches, but you know, he's a basketball coach and they were married long ago. And, you know, Ron, Juan, whatever the hell his name is, he was so busy fucking around on Robin and, you know, cheating on her. You know, and Robin is a beautiful lady, pretty lady. You know, she got blue eyes and shit. So you would think just those blue eyes alone would keep him. Oh, no, Juan don't care. Juan has a wandering dick. So now, <laughs> so now what's going on on the show? Um, they create this whole storyline. And you know, Karen, right? Karen, the other light-skinned lady on there. She is saying that there has been rumors around Potomac that Juan was out here creeping. Oh, man. I think she was gossiping with the other little light. Well, they're all damn light-skinned except for Wendy. Ashley, I be trying to remember all their names. And Candace. Candace is a brown girl. And so Karen is gossiping, gossiping with Ashley about, you know, Juan's indiscretions, how he's been spotted around town. People, you know, he be spotting Juan and shit. So, of course, you know, Ashley is messy. She's gone through a divorce. Her her bisexual white husband, I don't care what y'all say, that man is definitely bi. Uh, he's out here. What, wasn't he liking Juan at one point? Like grabbing on cameraman's asses and flirting with Juan? Okay, so Ashley's kind of like in a, you know, you know, she's like in that weird space. She don't want to be with the bisexual husband. They're going through a divorce, but then she also misses him, right? Because he's rich. And, you know, he helps to take care of her. So... Ashley don't do nothing but run around and tell everybody business. So she runs to Robin. Guess what Karen said? She said that Juan is cheating. So Robin, uh-uh, 
not my one. So she ends up calling Juan, and Juan is going off. See, that's that shit I be talking about. I'm tired of these shit. These women got me fucked up, Robin. I'm not dealing with this. So, you know, he's popping out. So I'm like, okay, all right, Juan. You better let these girls know. Don't play with my name. Don't play with my wife. I, you know, I'm clapping for Juan. Like, okay, Juan is doing the right thing. Tell me why Juan was cheating and Robin's goofy ass had to come out and admit it. What was the point of all this, Robin? You had me hyped, had me supporting Juan and shit, only to come out and say, yeah, Juan did cheat. Girl, why wasn't that a part of the storyline? What I find very interesting is that the two blue-eyed bandits, that's what they call them, Giselle and Robin, they're both pretty with blue eyes, right? So they call them the blue-eyed bandits. They stay stirring up shit. Stay warned about everybody's marriage. Weren't these the same people who were spreading rumors that Wendy, uh, the, the, the Nigerian lady on there, supposedly Eddie, her husband, was cheating on her? They were the ones who were spreading that rumor last season. And then this season, they're talking about, you know, Uncle Ben. I don't know what Karen's husband, he looked like Uncle Ben child. What is Karen's husband's name? Oh, the green-eyed bandits. I thought it was, well, they got blue eyes, but yeah, green-eyed bandits. What is that old man's name? I call him Uncle Ben 2.0. He reminds me of Peter. Ray. Okay, Ray. I told you. <laughs> I know all the folks from Atlanta. I'm learning these Potomac people. So they've been saying that Karen is cheating on old man Ray with some blue-eyed man. Okay? And they said Karen been around town with this new boo. Um, I believe it. I don't care what nobody says. I believe that Karen is getting some side pain, okay? First of all, she got to help Ray up and down the steps. Ray sometimes don't know if he's coming or going. No shade. But Ray is 30 years older than Karen. He, he damn near 80. Sweet man. But he just like, he's just, I don't know. He just sits in the chair and like, hey. He, he just sits out of it. You know, he'll come and shake the guy's hand and then he just sits in the chair like, he, I, I don't, she ain't fucking Ray. Y'all miss me with that bullshit. Karen got some blue-eyed peen on the side. I believe it. The grand dame is grand dominant up, okay? So Karen got herself a little blue-eyed sugar daddy, okay? So, you know, she walks, you know, Uncle Ben, a.k.a. Ray upstairs. She tucks him into bed, and then she's riding around, Pot uh, what's that, what's that uh, city called? Potemic, whatever, Maryland. Real Housewives of Potemic, right? So she's riding around with this guy. So Robin is putting that out there. Robin got, you know, receipts on her phone and all this stuff. Now, Giselle, we all know that, you know, her ex-husband was Pastor Jamal Bryant. We know he's a cheater. He done cheated on her several times, had side babies on her. Uh, she tried to get back with him. Um, they ended up breaking up again. Then they also, Potomac, is that how it's called? Potomac. Okay, thank you for breaking that down, uh, Chaz. Appreciate you. So then they all talk about Mia. They're constantly in Mia's business. Now, Mia, to me, she says a lot of stuff for attention. Um, I definitely think Mia, uh, she gives me escort vibes. She's married, but she will still turn a trick for a dollar. That is the vibe I get from Mia. Mia swings whichever way, um, you know, and they stay talking about her and her relationship a lot. But... They're very quiet when it comes to Robin. You know, the only thing we've gotten all season is Robin preparing for this marriage, you know, this new wedding. 
All the boys are getting tailored suits. Okay, that's fine. What else is going on in the household? Like Robin brings nothing to the show. I think she's, well, I'm not going to say, I think she's nice for the most part, but I just don't get anything. Like whenever they show her and her family, it's like the boys are just, you know, you can tell the boys don't want to be there. They'd rather be playing video games or reading a book. Juan always has an attitude. You know, it just, I don't get vibes. I get like they're getting married for for other purposes. I don't know. So they decided yesterday to, because now the rumors had been spreading for the past two weeks. The side chick then came up on Instagram and was bringing out receipts showing that, you know, she had credit card receipts showing that Wanda paid for them a hotel room. Uh, she says she smashed Juan. So Robin and Giselle, they have a podcast. Now, I've never listened to their podcast before this because from what I heard, their podcast is dry. They're not really that funny. That's what people have told me. But they thought, well, I guess they had asked people to basically pay Patreon money. Now, these are supposed to be people who are supposed to be millionaires, right? They live in Potomac. They're building houses. They're rich. So they're like, oh, we'll give you all the tea. On Patreon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Lovely TTV? What do you mean on Patreon? Should we give it to us for free? Because you know damn well Bravo did not approve for y'all to put that tea on Patreon. Andy Cohen, come get these damn green-eyed bandits. They're over here trying to make extra money instead of spilling tea on Bravo. They're trying to make the regular poor folk who can't even afford eggs right now pay for this shit on Patreon. Well, we paid and got the tea. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and listen to what Robin said. Okay, I'm hook y'all up. We're not, we're, we're not, uh, well, we're not going to listen to the whole hour. We got some snippets. A lot of people on YouTube have been reposting it as well um, as they should. Ma'am, ain't nobody got time for this shit. Millionaires having the nerve to force people to go on a Patreon for some tea. They should have been on Bravo this season for free, bitch. My cable bill, you know how much my cable bill was this month? With internet, I had to go off on the cable company. Time when I went over my internet usage. I said, how can y'all even count that? How do y'all figure that out? They couldn't even explain. I said, whatever extra, I'm gonna have to take that shit off. My bill was damn near $340, okay? So I'm not paying for all this cable for you to then turn around and charge me on Patreon, bitch. We watch you on TV, not the internet, okay? They tried it. But now we're about to sit here and listen. They really tried it. We're not going to do that. As high as these cable bills are, now I got to pay twice. Oh, hell no. So we're going to sit here and listen to her talk about this. Child. And I added a bit, you know, I added my little funny, you know, edits in there. So we're going to watch this together. Green Eyed Bandit. Um, so the whole Juan situation mm -hmm. with this female that has, like, put him on blast. Um... Yes. So as I said, when I was notified, it was definitely handled. It was definitely a big bump in our relationship, but yeah. definitely a big issue that we got through. But the details that this woman is sharing are not 100% accurate. Okay. So I will tell you my what I know is the woman reached out to him on through Instagram, told her she loved Robin and Giselle on the show and she loved us and mm -hmm. he's handsome and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it, 
like a dummy, which mm. he should not have done. But, mm-hmm. you know, he meant he like some a lot of men like attention. Mm-hmm. Um, interact. He entertained. He interacted with her. Blah, blah, blah. I think that started sometime in um, it was definitely during the pandemic. I would say towards the end of 2020. The woman lives in Canada mm-hmm. and Canada as we know, was on a very strict travel lockdown. Damn, let anybody in or out. Right. So lie number one, you did not date Juan ever. <laughs> you don't... Because don't you have to, like, actually go out to if, for it to be considered a date? Yeah, you have to, like, spend time together and yeah. maybe, like, you know... Drink a glass of wine. Yeah. Eat together. Eat some chicken. Spit, yeah. Something. See each other. You did, you did not date him. This was not his girlfriend. He did not date this woman. He communicated with her on Instagram mm-hmm. and somehow it, it, you know, ended up being like on text or whatever. Um, okay. First of all, let me, I got to cut in here. Okay. Let me like make my little post bigger. We, I'm going to share this space with the green Knot bandits. First and foremost, uh, Mr. Juan is a married man. So all this, you did not date. It doesn't matter if he didn't take her out for steak and lobster or wine. Your husband shouldn't even been in communication with her. So that's problem number one. I'm seeing a lot of deflection. What did it matter if he didn't date her and wine and dine her? From what we hear, he got the cat. I'd be more upset the fact that there's another bitch out here who knows how that peen feels like and who knows how my husband's peen tastes in her mouth. Give a damn about him dating her and taking her out on, you know, on a night on the town. What are you talking about, Robin? It's unacceptable. Juan is a married man. There shouldn't have been any communication. But she's trying to like almost justify You didn't date her. Yeah, but allegedly he fucked her. I think that's a bit worse than him dating her. Could at least deal with, you know, them having steak and lobster and wine. Press play. That's lie number one. He says that she was reached out to him and was like, oh, I went to, I'm going to California. Some, I don't know the exact, like, it, exact order of events. I'm going to California or I'm in California and should I come to Maryland? Oh, oh, in the meantime, oh, oh. Also, she had also told him that she dated a Baltimore Ravens football player in our area. So I don't, like, this is just so convoluted. So she's already dating a a Baltimore Ravens football player that lives in our area. Right. Um, Supposedly, allegedly, Mm -hmm. right, according to her. So anyway, so she's like, oh, I'm coming to Maryland. Should I come? And he's like, whatever, I don't care because he's not asking for her to come and you date some Baltimore Ravens player, like do what you want to do, whatever. Uh Like he's just like not asking, he's not asking her to come. He's not entertaining. He's not like, okay, well, let's hang up. Let's hook up. Let's get together. I want to see you. None of that. He did not pay for her flight. Mm -hmm. I actually saw, she actually, when she sent the hotel receipt and all that, she also sent her flight airline information and that credit card is not Juan's credit card so okay. he did not pay, pay her for her flight but yes he has- checking the credit card numbers yes <laughs> um first of all green-eyed bandit Giselle yes sis check them credit card numbers yes bitch this is not 1994 okay there's other ways to pay for pussy okay uh starting with cash app Venmo PayPal all, all types of stuff why are they acting like because it's supposedly not his credit card, he didn't trick off on the girl? For all we know, she could have a secret OnlyFans page. And he could have tricked off that way. 
Hell, some of these nerdy boys, they trick off in Bitcoin and NFTs and shit. What are y'all talking about? Like, that proves nothing. That doesn't mean that he didn't trick off on her and that he didn't play, you know what I'm saying, a flyer out. It wasn't his credit card because I checked the numbers. He probably said the cash app. Let me keep like keep going. <laughs> but she has told people, like, I don't know, told the blog or whatever, that like, he flies me, he he would fly me out, like oh. as if it was like right. a, a common thing. Uh-huh. Okay, during lockdown. Okay. So she comes, stays in a hotel. He's not spending time with her because he did not ask her to come. He's right. not in a relationship with her. He's not dating her. He wants no parts in that manner. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, she's calling him crying, frustrated, whatever. Oh, I went to the casino and I and someone stole my wallet. Okay. And I have no money to pay for my second night in the hotel room. That is weird to me. It's like, okay, if you're if you paid for the first night, your credit card is on file. File and yeah. whatever. But okay. He said he felt bad for her mm-hmm. and he went to the hotel room, put his put to the hotel, put his debit card down mm-hmm. and left. Okay. I just wanna kiss you, but I can't right now. So baby kiss Boy, if you don't and she's like, Oh, you're leaving, you're not gonna spend time with you're leaving. He's like, Yeah, I'm I'm leaving. Okay. She, Robin, you can't be this naive, child. So she claims that the girl caught Juan and said, oh my God, I was at the casino and they stole my wallet and I can't afford another night. So Juan Dixon, being the patron saint that he is, decided to not tell his wife, not tell his kids, decided to go down to a hotel room of a woman that he met on the internet to play, you know, Captain Save-A-Hole. I'm here with the credit card to help you out. Um, You're a clown, okay? She's saying that oh, all he did was put the credit card down. I think you meant to say he put his pimping down. He put the Mac down. He put that dick down. <laughs> Robin is a mess. I cannot believe you did not air this tea on Bravo. Girl, bye him she wants to get her hair done she wants to go to western union like she has all these places that she's asking him to take her and okay. he's meanwhile he's confused because he's like aren't you here to see some baltimore ravens player right right um so because he's not interested in spending time with her he asked his friend to spend time with her and take her to western union and to get her hair done and wherever else she okay. needed to go right so that's how his name is on the hotel room he did not spend time with her there's no photos of them together there are no like none of that and she mentioned that his friend Juan's friend came so that lines up came to the room right yeah right and and it's funny like when Juan was like you know when when i found out about this and Juan was explaining himself i was like that sounds crazy but Okay, that happened. But okay. the whole, I don't know, people were saying like Juan's a sex trafficker because oh my God. he sent his friend. No, he's not dating the girl. She came on her own and she said she was she didn't have no money, any money to pay for her hotel room. He felt bad and she needed him to take him all over the place and he's not doing that. Right. So his friend helped out, period. Now what his whether what his friend did <laughs> with her, that's their business. Yes. That's friend and Right, girl business. And, I, and for what I understand, they got it on. Okay. But I don't know. Oh, so, oh, so you know the friend's tea. 
Oh, Robin, look at you being messy. She's going to splash the homeboy's tea all over the internet. From what I heard, they got it on. Well, bitch, from what we heard, Juan got it on too. Don't be putting the friend business out there and then skate by your husband's shit. Girl, bye. Whatever. Yeah. But so what his friend did, that has nothing to do with Juan, okay? Right. What else? Um, I think oh, that's it. No, oh. that's not it. Oh, I'm sorry. So clearly she's mad. Oh, she's she's she is boiling. Bitter that he didn't want her. She came, she flew herself from Canada, whatever. He didn't want her. Not sure if this Ravens player even existed or if that was just kind of her trying to like, I don't know. I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But um, so that was, I think she that she came in like September. So she emails me in November, okay, 2021. And it's like emails this hotel receipt. And my response was hi, because I always greet people. I'm, I'm gonna need you to stop doing that in this okay. case. Well, okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, Unless you want to yeah. say bitch. Right. Okay. It was hi. Okay. Thank you for the information. Mm -hmm. Take care. That's Ooh. exactly what I said. Okay. She gassing the story up, tells the blog that I asked them, asked her not to go public. Mm. Never had that conversation ever because you know what? You're going to go public if you want. She, I expect right. you to go public because people love to have a moment. Yes. It's fine. I was expecting you to go public, especially when she started texting Juan asking him for money. Mm. Y'all, why is Robin acting like Tisha and not? Man, my issue with this whole situation is I feel like she is full of crap and the fact that a woman that you and your husband supposedly don't know she just reached out and he was foolish for entertaining it the fact that you would sit up here and then say that she felt comfortable enough to ask him for money and to go take her to go get her hair done and all this stuff i think is bs i think the fact that rob robin has tried to act like for the most part on the show, like she's that girl. I don't think she tries to portray her marriage as perfect. I don't think that because they've always been honest about Juan's infidelities. But my issue with Robin is that she's always in everybody else's marital business. And like I said, I found it very interesting that last season, she was talking so much about supposedly Eddie cheating on Wendy and, you know, the blog saying this and the blog saying that. But she's saying that this whole situation with Juan happened in 2020. Now, if you guys remember that same season, remember her ass got fat, was depressed, couldn't get out, the, couldn't get out of bed. Remember she kept saying that. Remember he came in the room. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. You're still in bed. Get out of bed. Did you help the kids get ready for school today? So now looking back on it, she was depressed, gaining weight, and just laid out in the bed and shit because. Juan was slinging that peen with his damn mistress, with his side chick. Okay, I believe that. Because remember that she couldn't get out of bed and, oh, huh, you know, I'm just depressed. I thought it was, you know, maybe them funny-ass hats weren't selling. So maybe nobody's buying her hats. I don't know. But she would never go into details as to why she couldn't get out of bed. Now it makes sense. Her ass couldn't get out of bed because Juan couldn't stop fucking this other lady, Okay. So now that the secret's out, she tried to say that she didn't want to say anything on the show because she thought one of the other women would bring it up, this particular instance. But Robin, you're full of crap because when Karen brought it up, even if this woman looks nothing like Karen, because Karen said the lady looked like her, I was like, Karen, stop, okay? 
Just because somebody has blonde hair doesn't make you their twin. If that's the case, you'd look like Beyonce, okay? But when Karen brought up the situation, Robin went off on her. Went off on Karen, even called Juan. Juan was going off over the phone. So now she's trying to say, oh, well, if it was brought up, I would have, you know, just talked about it. Y'all were all at dinner in Mexico and you did not bring it up. All you did was deflect and go off and call Karen a horrible person. So I find that really suspicious. Now, like I said, I think all these women have issues. And I don't like how Karen has been treating Sharice. I want to talk about that really quick. I think that Karen wants to be the only old lady on the show. Because Karen is the oldest. I, don't, I think she's like 60 or something. And, you know, Sharice is an older woman. And I think Karen wants to be like, you know, the grand dame, like the senior miss. the You know what I mean? Like she wants to be like the... I don't know, like the only older woman to give advice while the little young girls run to her. She's 59. Well, she, she damn near 60, uh, boo. 59 and 60, ain't nothing but a year apart. But, you know, most of the girls on there, like, you know, 40-ish and under. And, you know, Sharice brings her competition because I think they were saying that Sharice was the one who really, you know, put the show together or got the girls together on the show. Um, but I like that Sharice stuck up for herself because Sharice tends to be more quiet. But I, I don't like how Karen was kind of like going in on her and throwing all this shade at her. And then finally Sharice snapped. Um, I feel like Karen sees her as competition. Now, Sharice is boring. Don't get me wrong. She don't bring no real excitement. Um, she'll be sitting there and be crying about, you know, not having her own bathroom. Um, yeah, she brings no real excitement. But I didn't like the part like how Karen just kept coming at her. Like she wants to be the only one. She doesn't want to share the spotlight with another older black woman. You know what I'm saying? So, but Sharice was like, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I'm here. I'm back. I'm, I'm here to stay. You know, so um, you well, y'all, somebody said Sharice is evil. I don't know, because I don't, I didn't see all of Sharice's all of Sharice's past. Maybe she is, child. I don't know. But she is boring. I don't know about evil because I don't know her whole backstory, but boring that she is. I'll be forgetting she's on the show. Like, who's this old ass lady? <laughs> I'll be watching the show. Like, who's this old lady tagging? Like, oh, shit, that's Sharice. Hey, Sharice. Because you forget about her. She's just not memorable on the show. She's just in the background. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I don't want to use the bathroom with other people. I'm rich. Why, <laughs> oh, somebody get her ass a damn outhouse. <laughs> Sharice is always crying about having her own bathroom. Get her an outhouse, Bravo. Just give her an outhouse. <laughs> yeah, Sharice is boring, but you know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. I just thought that whole interaction with her and Karen was slamming tables and shit. <laughs> so don't break your hip, child. Don't break your hip. Y'all not about that life. We know Karen can't fight. crazy uh they're they're just a crazy cast of characters okay they they're just they're all crazy hoodie who's 39 <laughs> wait no don't do that who's 39 i know sharice ain't 39 some am on the chat is like wait 39 who's 39 not sharice 59 i was about to say don't y'all tried it I was about to, Sharice is not no 39. She's 57. Okay. 
people be in there just lying. Karen Hoover is definitely not 39. But yeah, I just I just found their whole little be funny. But back to Robin and Giselle, I think that Robin is delusional. And I think her antics, what she just did with this whole Patreon stunt and talking about it on social media, um, she may lose her spot. They don't, I don't know what they hold. You know, Atlanta would be like, you, you gonna lose your peach. What do the Potomac people? I think they hold like cherry blossoms. Bitch, you gonna lose your cherry blossom bush. Okay, you keep playing with Andy, with Andy Cohen's show. You gonna lose that cherry blossom, Robin. Cause it ain't like you bring a whole lot to the show. Robin is, you know, she don't bring a whole lot besides running behind Giselle. But I just think that she's being very dishonest with this wine situation. And hell, you know, maybe they worked it out and that's their business. You know, people go through stuff all the time. I'm not going to be like, oh, you should just dump, you know, dump him and move on. You know, whatever. That's that's her business. I'm, I'm not fucking wine that, you know, that's for her to deal with. But my thing is, uh, don't play in my face. Don't sit here and act like she's trying too hard to downplay it because she doesn't want to look foolish to the internet, but she already looks foolish because you talk about everybody else's situation. Meanwhile, your man is out here, you know, just blatantly cheating. You know, the shit, he don't went from damn uh, Juan Dixon to Don Juan. I said, damn, Juan fucking again, huh? Okay. So, you know, my thing is, I just feel like at this point, uh, she might have messed herself up for season eight. If they don't allow her to expose all this nonsense, they probably won't bring her back on for season eight. And I also, like I said, I don't like the fact that her green-eyed bandit Giselle, now I'm going to say Robin was kind of out of it, but I don't like the fact that she had a real storyline going on with her husband cheating with this, you know, online person. But the whole time this season on Bravo, they kept trying to make Chris Bassett look like some type of predator. And it just didn't make any sense that that was his storyline. Chris be minding his white business, honey. He be just be trying to cook meals, work in the restaurant, manage his wife's career. Chris don't want no drama. He don't even want to be bothered with the show. We know why he's there. He's just there because Candace is on the show. But they steadily, oh, uh, Chris was staring at me. I felt so uncomfortable. Oh, such and such husband hugged me to the point where my titties went in my back. Like, y'all need to stop. Like, they're, they're steadily spinning this predator motif, and I don't like it. I don't like it. And I, they said that Chris kind of went off on, Insta, on Twitter, and I don't blame him. Like, y'all not going to use me as a storyline, and then this girl got some real shit going on, but y'all are not privy to that information when they're supposed to be open about everything. Now, I will say that Robin when she went to go tell Chris and Ashley about, you know, the rumors or whatever, and Giselle being uncomfortable, Robin did say that she didn't agree with how Giselle went about it and that she really didn't, you know, she would never look at Chris in that light. But now looking back on it, I'm wondering, was she really being sincere when she put together a little powwow to make it seem like she had Candace's and Chris's back? Because again, she might've only talked to them and, you know, brought it up to Chris and had his back. So that way she wouldn't look crazy when her secret came out. So I don't I don't know if she did it from a really genuine place. I feel like everything Robin and them do is very calculated. Just like when she came to the dinner table with that old ass boom box from the 90s. <laughs> Thought she's about to start breakdancing this shit. Hey, y'all got a boom box. <laughs> and she, was, she had that recording. 
and she was playing that video of Ashley, you know, not Ashley, excuse me, of Candace going in on everybody on Instagram. So it's like she does a lot of little sneaky stuff to play up for the cameras as well. But I just didn't like like this whole season. Who's the friend? Um, Ashley's friend with the hard face. She swore up and down everybody's husband wanted her. The one that Candace calls Cookie Monster. I forget her name, child. She swore up and down everybody's husband wanted her. And I just did not like that they kept trying to, you know what I'm saying? They just kept playing that theme. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, Deborah, that's her name. Yeah, the one with the hard ass face. Yeah, because I was just sitting there minding my business. And then all of a sudden, Chris was just staring at me. And then they show the, the surveillance video. She's literally standing there. And Chris is just, you know, he's looking around. He's probably like, damn, what's for lunch? When can I leave? He ain't paying her no mind. And she just made up this whole story in her head. And then with the Eddie situation, oh, yeah, and I felt like Eddie wanted me too. He just kept staring at me. And then she went up to Eddie, introduced herself, and, you know, nice to meet you, smiled and walked out. Oh, but the way he smiled, it made me uncomfortable. It was too much of that this season. I didn't like that. I didn't like that because I felt like, you know, a lot of these men work real jobs, okay? Chris is a, a real chef. And those weird allegations could, you know, that could affect his job. That could make it where people are scared to eat his food and all types of stuff. Like, that's not cool. Remember, that happened to that man. Um, what's her name? Whitney. Whitney's husband on The Real Housewives of Utah, Salt Lake City. Remember they tried to do that freaky love scene? I don't know what the hell that was about. They they were like dipped in chocolate and rolling around on the ground. She had on like a two-piece bikini. Justin, that's his name. Justin on them shorts. Did y'all see that? They were rolling around in chocolate, doing all this foreplay for the camera. Now he thought it was cute last season. Nobody was trying to see Justin his big belly. He, oh yeah, I'm about to put it on you, Whitney. So we fast forward to this season. His job let him go. Oh, he was crying tears. The things you do on the show can affect you in the real world. His job was like, you've been here seven years. You're a good worker. But that rolling around in chocolate in your day on boxers and shit, trying to smash Whitney on camera. We're not doing that. We don't want to be tied to this foolishness. They fired him. Oh, he was, remember, who watched? He was on that couch crying for a good hour. Oh, he was crying. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's like, you don't own your own business. You're working for a corporation. You got to act accordingly. Oh, he was crying the whole season. Yeah, and I lost my job. And I was like, seven years. <laughs> yes, Justin got fired, honey. Him and Whitney was doing too much. Yeah, them people, they called him into the office because I guess it aired. It aired while they were shooting the next season. He said they called him into the office. He probably thought he was going to get a raise. So, you know, he came in all jipper and shit. Like, hey, boss, what is it? Uh, yeah, we can't have this. This is too much. You rolled around in boxers and chocolate and shit. Whitney's in a two-piece bikini. Y'all are pretending to, you know, have sex. No, we don't want to be tied to this. You need to grab your box, pack up your shit, and go. So, yeah, he got fired. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Bravo knows this. They know that the things that happen on this show can affect these men in real life because Justin got fired, was crying, tattooed tears and everything else. So why would they keep playing this predator motif for Chris when he works in the public? He works at a high, you know, high class restaurant. So I just think that that sucks. So I'm glad that Chris has been defending himself on social media because that was not cool. And Giselle was the main one pushing that narrative. 
So it's funny that Giselle can push this fake narrative, but now when it comes to her friend, and I'm not saying she should blast her friend's business. I'm not saying that, but I just find it funny that she was so busy pushing this narrative about Chris, but you know, crickets when it comes to, to Don Juan. I'm just saying. <coughs> Y'all told me to do the fired voice again. Oh, I'm in here clowning. I don't even know what I did. I got to watch the replay because I, I don't know. I just be talking. I don't even know what I did. I knew he was crying, though. Oh, Justin was upset. And I felt bad for him. Let me, let me not lie. You know, I shed a few tears with him because, you know, that sucks to get fired. But then when I thought about it more, like, well, certain about Tony to get in them little itty-bitty shorts and shit like that, roll around in chocolate. I don't want that attached to my damn uh, company. So, you know, but I felt bad for him because, you know, he was the breadwinner. And, you know, Whitney, her young ass done spent all their money on that Wild Rose uh, set that she got. You know, she's selling, like, skincare, perfume, hair care. And she spent all their savings, all their money. So, yeah, they're, they're in a hard spot. She gonna be on that pole for real, you know. She she love to swing on that pole. Oh, you know, I'm Mormon. I would never really strip, but I have a pole. You gonna be on that pole for real, Whitney? Cause them checks don't clear. So yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just find the whole situation with Robin just very interesting because of how much like she downplayed everything this season, and I just I wasn't feeling it. I felt like she was being. Very judgmental, especially even the situation with Wendy when Wendy and Mia got into that fight. Um, how Robin and Giselle were acting like they were so scared, you know, violent black ass Wendy. Oh, I'm frightened. Oh, this is unacceptable. What are you talking about? Like, girl, stop. Okay, just just stop. You know, it's like they were more mad at Wendy than Mia when Mia's the one throwing drinks hitting Wendy with a purse. Remember when Giselle went and got that bodyguard after the whole Monique situation? Like, they're just so extra. But when it came to Mia, no bodyguard needed. Oh, Mia, you'll be all right. Well, Dad, where's security? Because you had security when it was Monique, you know? So I just think that they, they, they play these little funny games, you know, towards some of the other women. They kind of have like, you know, a slight elitist attitude. That I don't like, but I will say that, you know, Wendy holds her own. She definitely reads them for the filth and I'm here for it. Now, I was a little bit disturbed though. I don't know what's going on with this whole Wendy and Mia thing. Wendy time my Mia wanted to eat the box and Mia time she looked at her box. I don't know what that's about. That's not a good look, Wendy. Um, Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to not roll in the mud with Mia, okay? Mia just gives me vibes that she will smash anybody. And that's not cute. It's just not cute. Male or female. I don't want, I don't want to be with the neighborhood thought, male or female. She just, she gives me the vibe that, you know, she will literally just, she'll, she'll eat anybody's box. At that point, keep your tongue to yourself, ma'am. I'm not interested. So hopefully nothing really happened and they're just looking for a storyline. But yeah, that kind of had me disturbed. Like, really, Wendy? I really hope y'all two didn't go there. Mia do be lying, though, so who knows? But Wendy did say that, though. Wendy said that Mia asked her that, so who knows, child? <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. So let me go ahead here. Um, I want to hit. Uh, how long have I been on here? Oh, I've been on here already 46 minutes. Okay. 
Okay, we got super chats. I'm going to read some of those. Okay, let me go ahead here. I got to play an ad real quick, child. Y'all know how we do now. YouTube got us over here having to do ad reads. So give me just a second to um, pull this up. Today's sponsor. I appreciate y'all's patience. It's only a minute long. God, the fact that we even got to do this now is insane. All right, today's um, sponsor is Green Chef. Hey, Tea Sippers. So we have another wonderful show sponsor today. And today's show sponsor is Green Chef. Now, we all live really busy lives. Y'all know, honey, I stay busy. And I know you guys stay busy just as well. And it's to the point where it kind of gets hard to go grocery shopping and shop for healthy meals. But that is where Green Chef comes in. They have our back, okay? One thing about Green Chef that I really like is that they have now expanded their weekly menu from 24 recipes up to 30 recipes per week. So there's a lot of different recipes that you guys can choose from. Another really cool thing about Green Chef is the fact that you can have different preferences in one box. Meaning, if you're on a keto diet, you can choose keto items and put it in the box. If your man likes meat, honey, you can go ahead and put that in the box. And if you know your child is, you know, trying out veganism, you can also put that in the box as well. So they basically cover your entire family's dietary needs. So to check them out, make sure you guys go on to greenchef.com slash lovelyt125. And don't forget to use code lovelyt135 so that way you can save $135 off of five boxes. And don't forget that your first box ships absolutely free. Don't forget that Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So make sure you guys check them out today. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for y'all's patience. I'm back. Okay, so shout out to Green Chef. Definitely check them out if you guys want to. Um, so let me go ahead and read some of these super chats and we're going to talk about Jeffree Star. Um, let's see here. Lost in loyalty sent 1999. Thank you so much. She says your commentary gets me through my nights at work. Thank you for all you do. You are so welcome. Thank you for the support. I appreciate y'all. If it wasn't for y'all, I would not be doing this. So I appreciate the fact that y'all come through and y'all support my channel. Y'all support me here. Y'all support me on other platforms. That means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Oh, Jean. Uh, cent, 99 cent. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Um, let's see. Doreen Desiree says, thank you for this live stream. I had a rough day. Well, I hope this live stream is putting a smile on your face and making you laugh. So thank you for joining me this evening. I appreciate it. Uh, Miss Pink and Black sent 10, said, cute, loving the look tea. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Pre-O sent 10 says, thanks for going live. It's my birthday, auntie. This is the only way I can celebrate because Texas got snowed in. Ooh, not Texas getting more snow. Happy birthday to you. And thank you for coming to the stream. I appreciate you. I didn't know Texas was snowed in right now. Well, I'm glad I can give you something to do on your birthday. So enjoy your day. Um, uh, Queensville says, okay, Wednesday Adams. Yes. <laughs> I have not watched the new Wednesday Addams on, on, on Netflix, but I've been hearing that it's good, but I haven't watched it yet. I was a fan of the original Addams, so sometimes, child, I, I like watching. I'm not used to, you know, I'll watch newer stuff, but a lot of times I don't like things that are remade because it's just like, child, bye. 
Um, I remember somebody on Discord sent me a link to the Twilight Zone. So I'm like, okay, let's watch it. So we watch it. First of all, it was in color. I was shook at that. I said, why is it in color? All of a sudden, Forrest Whitaker popped up on the screen. I said, what the hell is this? So I'm like, hey, where's Alfred Hitchcock? <laughs> like I was born in the 40s and shit. They're like, no, this was a new one. I guess it came out in the early 2000s. But you figure, you know, I had my son. So we're, we were watching Elmo's World. We weren't watching, uh, you know, the Twilight Zone. But I guess there was a remake of it. And they said that it's pretty good. I ended up watching that episode and it was pretty good. But I'm used to like the originals. I love the originals, child. Because I was like, where in the world is Alfred Hitchcock? <laughs> yeah, I heard the original Wednesday passed away. I think she died on a Monday. I believe it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. Um, Let me see here. Uh, Marvin D sent 10. Says, hey, sis, looking gorgeous as always. I just woke up in time for this stream. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you for joining us today. Appreciate the super chat. Um, Hyde2002 sent a dollar ninety-nine. Says, looking good. This is this is the cherry on top of my day. That's what's up. Thank you so much for the support. I appreciate you. Um, MTR for life. Sent $19.99. Says, thank you, T for being real and authentic and telling it like it is. You're like the aunt and older sis I never had. Very much needed. You are so welcome. And thank you so much for joining me tonight. Appreciate you. Um, Amber Robinson sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Amber. Appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Kelsey says, love you, T. I'm glad I caught a live tonight. Definitely. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Michelle. Sent five says, I've been trying to get into the Discord for what feels like two years. I hope I can get in soon. Michelle, if you are in the YouTube membership or on Patreon, we will be opening the Discord in February, well, most likely the first, um, which is tomorrow. So make sure that you, you have to stay on top of my post. When I post that it's open, join. Don't wait until that evening, but I'm going to just do because once it reaches the cap, we shut it down. So um, I'll be making the announcements tomorrow and then you can join. And I hope you're able to get in because I cannot believe that it done took some of y'all literally people like I've been trying to get in here for a whole year. I'm like, I post like every other month, but hopefully we'll get in Michelle and come and join us. I love the discord. That is family. That is family. So thank you. Um, So. I want to talk about this whole Jeffree Star situation. See, Jeffree Star, child. Now, we ain't been talking about Jeffree Star since early 2020. But he's been, you know, he's been doing a lot of stuff to keep himself in the news lately. Um, first, he was beefing uh, Michaela. Me and Emily talked about that yesterday. He definitely used that controversy to try and come back and review makeup. Because I feel like a lot of people right now, you know what I'm saying? The money ain't coming in like how it was coming in. Hell, you see, I'm having to take on sponsorships. I never did that shit before, you know, but people do what they have to do, right? So Jeffree Star is now out here looking for more attention. Um, he posted a picture of his new boyfriend. He won't show the man's face. He just keeps saying it's his new man. He's only showing a picture of the dude's back. Big old boy, too. Big and big and strong. Um, child, let me show y'all this picture. We're going to look at Jeffree Star's new man, honey. Big old cornbread-fed white boy. <laughs> Not cornbread-fed! <laughs> so 
So that is the new boyfriend right there. Jeffrey said he's 6'6". Six, six. He's a big one. I, and Jeffrey's pretty tall too, but yeah, big old boy. So he won't show the face, but I guess the wives, the NFL wives are not feeling it. So this wife DM'd Jeffrey. Her name is, uh, I don't know how you say it, Saren Anderson. She says, I'm getting harassed because my husband is in the NFL and people think it's him. Please stop. So Jeffy wrote, um, uh, NGL, wife of the Panthers player attacking me. Don't be so insecure. I don't mess with married men. Mm. Y'all think that's her husband? He's tall too. Big old cornbread, fair white boy. He thick. Cute too. Y'all think that's her husband? Let me see. I don't know, man. Them ears, the hair. Scroll back down. I don't know. Them ears. Mmm. I don't know, sis. So anyways, Jeffree Star had this to say. So I'm going to uh, show y'all this other uh, video of Jeffrey going off today. He said he's tired of all you insecure-ass wives coming for him. Yeah, he fine, though. That's a big old fine country, country-fed white man. <laughs> he's very handsome. Okay, I'm going to play y'all the video here of Jeffrey. How come people want to play with fire and then when you light the match with them, they disappear? Miss um, Thing deleted her social media. I'm like, girl, don't be insecure about your marriage. I'm not a shady bitch. Um, you're not married, are you? <laughs> do not say anything. You're going to record your voice and do voice recordings like FBI agents. Um, he is so messy. He is so messy. So that was just some more post or whatever. And then that's them in their luxury jet. He says, goodbye, LA. Time to spend time with my NFL boo in Wyoming. Then he says, his team didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he's 6'6 and plays perfect in the bedroom. Now, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm getting straight tease. Like, I just feel like Jeffrey and James Starr, James Starr, sorry, <laughs> James Starr, James Charles. It's I just get like they go for like guys that are technically straight or more straight. I've never seen Jeffrey with a very, with a feminine guy or a guy who's as openly gay as he is. It's always some DL guy, back turned. You know, just just a foot showing. It's almost like, you know how them celebrities, when they have a baby and shit, you want to see the baby? <clears throat> Excuse me. And they keep posting the baby's fist or hand or, or, or foot. Nobody wants to see that shit. Show the baby's face. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of these guys are gay for pay. Because it's always like all this secrecy. Remember when he was messing with that black boy? Remember that black baseball, uh, basketball player? This was two years ago. What was his name? Uh, Andre Marhold. Remember? I, first, nobody could see his face. Jeffrey was sitting on him one day. He was on all fours. Jeffrey was sitting on him. Um, He wouldn't post him at first. And then the internet put two and two together. 
<coughs> and what was so funny, the baby's mother had no idea he was even gay. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Trying to catch my breath. Okay. But um, he was messing with the black dude. The baby's mother came out, said that she thought he was straight. Did not know until Jeffree Star put everything out there. So I feel like he really likes messing with guys who are more straight. Like he doesn't mess with just openly gay guys who are as openly gay as him, which I don't know. I just find it really weird. I find it really strange. Because it's like, why keep playing around with it? And why do these guys keep acting like they're straight, they got wives, but yet they're willing to go gay, quote unquote, for Jeffrey. So either they're already bisexual or they're doing it for the money. Because the black dude, Andre, said that he was doing it for the money. Somebody said the trades bring you nothing but heartbreaking struggles. I believe that. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just choking, coughing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the whole DL thing, you know, when you're messing around with somebody who's not secure with who they are or who's not all the way in their sexuality, why even put it out there? I feel like he's doing a lot of this for attention. Because as we all know, you know, the guys in the NFL, they're supposed to be straight. They're like the most masculine men. So how can I get attention? I can get attention by making it seem like this big six foot six NFL player is my bottom bitch. That's the vibe I get from Jeffrey, you know. I mean, he could be bi, you know, but most people don't even, child, you gay or straight to most people, child. That's how most folks look at it. So my thing is, if that's his wife, and she deleted her social media because Jeffrey has like millions of fans. So of course, all of his fans went to go attack her. So of course, she's going to delete her social media. But people were trying to put, you know, two and two together. And, you know, from the back of that head and them ears, it could very well be her husband. So, I mean, is he home right now? Like, where? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, where's her husband? Is he on the road? Is he with Jeffrey? I don't know. That's embarrassing. Somebody says Jeffrey is a bottom. I don't, I don't know. Y'all be knowing too much information. I don't know what that man does, but I'm just saying, because that's like the word, you know, have somebody be their bottom bitch. I don't know if he's a top bottom. That ain't my business. <laughs> Y'all are messy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I will say though, I don't know what Jeffrey has done to his face. But he is looking really good now. I don't know if he got fillers, if he's just eating that yak meat. That yak meat is doing something for his skin, honey. He is looking really nice now. Like, he don't look all sunken in and gawk. He looks like he's picked up some weight. Jeffrey, okay, Jeffrey. Let me find out. <laughs> he's been looking a lot better. I think that yak meat is doing something for him, honey. 
he or, or maybe it's a filter. I don't know, but he's just been looking a lot better. He got yeah, he that is true. He got eyebrows now. He just I don't he got a, like a little glow up. Maybe it's a Wyoming glow up child. But me and Emily was looking yesterday like, okay, Jeffrey. So not us, you know, looking at the at gay Jeffrey like, hey. <laughs> Somebody said Jeffrey may be pregnant. Y'all are messy. Y'all tried it. Y'all tried it. <laughs> Jeffrey ain't pregnant. It's that yak meat. So now I've been on here an hour. I want to go ahead and talk about some stuff that's going on here in the real world. Um, so the other day, now I've been telling y'all for a while, a lot of these technology tech companies, um, they're running out of money. They're really struggling right now. Um, I told y'all in one of my green room episodes that even with Spotify, they've had to like cut back on payments for like the green room, the Spotify live and stuff like that um, because they can't afford to pay anymore, you know, for like shows, but I'm still going to use it because I do enjoy the app and it's still a way for like my fans to connect and call in and, you know, use my platform for other people. So I, I still like it, but the writing has been on the wall since I would say about the summer. So I knew that a lot of people were going to be laid off at all these different tech businesses. Um, people usually assume that tech is going to be like the last field. So this has shocked a lot of people on the internet because we're used to hearing about layoffs at, you know, Walmart and, you know, brick and mortar places. But if you guys do not know, um, the other day, Google let off, laid off a bunch of employees. I want, I forget the amount. I'm trying to see if I can find the amount. 12,000 employees. Yeah, I pulled it up. Let me see. Let me, let me share this with y'all. Over 12,000. Just think about how many people that is. 12,000 employees were laid off. It says here, 12,000 employees, 6% of the company's global workforce were laid off. Google CEO Sundar Pichau Pichy, wrote in a memo to employees. One laid off software engineer told insiders that getting laid off via email was a slap in the face. Another worker said she couldn't control her shaky hands after she learned that she was being let go. Google is still hiring, but laid off employees must apply externally like any other candidate, which another software engineer said he didn't plan on doing after the inhumane way they were laid off. Now, let me say this to anybody who was laid off my tea sippers included. Um, the reason why they fired 12,000 people, but they're still hiring because they know that if you go back and you apply to get your job back, they can pay you at a lesser rate. A lot of these companies are bleeding money. They're not making the income that they were used to making. <coughs> a lot of these purchases made by Google were not a good look. YouTube was a huge investment for Google. They have yet to see a return on their investment with the purchase of YouTube. Between the lawsuits and just everything they've gone through, YouTube has been a big money drain for Google. Now, there's also a thing on like TikTok where you would have these Google employees 
you know, day in the life of a Google employee. And they come in and, you know, I come in, I eat a free bagel, I get coffee and toast. Like, they're, they don't show themselves ever working. They're just showing you, you know, I went to the meditation room and I went to the weight room. They, they post these videos and do everything but work. So Google was also watching these people who do a day in the life of at work and they got rid of all of them. A lot of people were not told anything until they got to the job. A lot of people were not given any advance notice. They just showed up. They tried to swipe their badge. They could not get in. So Google laid off 12,000 people. Amazon laid off, I want to say close to 10,000 throughout the company. There's an Amazon warehouse in Minnesota. They're about to shut down. They're saying that they're going to shut down near the end of March. They just made that announcement yesterday. Um, Spotify has laid off thousands of employees. Um, who else? It's been a lot of different companies, but mainly in the tech sector that this is affecting. And so what's going to happen now is that it's going to cause even more of a strain on the economy. People are trying to figure out what they're going to do, you know, for an income. And especially with these jobs. Yeah, Microsoft. Thank you, uh, Renee. Microsoft as well. Um, Anna, thank you. Especially with like a lot of these jobs. These were high position salaries. I mean, you're talking about tech people who are making minimum six figures a year. You know, so to go from making that much money to you're unemployed. Facebook, too. It's been so many of them. 10,000 for Microsoft. Um, uh, Shopify. It's been a lot of people. So it's really sad that so many people are losing their jobs in the tech sector. And I remember years ago, um, because you guys know I come from a tech background. I did IT for Target. And so it was my job. I worked on anything technical that made a Target store run. So anything broken, we'd have to fix it from the registers, PDAs, um, the camera systems. So a lot of times we'd have to log into the camera systems, get them up and running. And at that point, I was in charge of all the Target stores in the country and in Canada, because we also had stores in Canada. When Hurricane Sandy was coming, it was my job to shut down every single Target store on the East Coast in the you know vicinity of Hurricane Sandy. And it wasn't just me, right? It was our whole team. And so, and it's not like a light switch. We can't just say, hey, Target manager, just flick the switch. We have to go through the process of shutting down everything step by step because everything has to be backed up, right? So all the transactions, um, you know, purchases, how much money is is in the store, all of that stuff has to be backed up. So you have to back up, back up everything and then slowly shut down um, the camera systems and shut down so much stuff. Like So basically to shut down one store would probably take me anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour. So imagine having to do that for like a thousand stores. I was at work constantly, right? Overtime. Um, before, you know, Hurricane Sandy came. So I remember when I was ready to leave my tech job because I felt like, you know what, I really want to take YouTube more seriously. Um, because what woke me up at that point, we had a breach at Target. Y'all probably remember this. I couldn't talk about it at the time because I worked for them, you know, NDAs, but you know, I haven't worked there in years. But I'll never forget, we were at work. And, you know, we're taking calls, you know, just doing our job. And all of a sudden the phone line is just 
blowing up. Everybody's calling, what is going on? I can't log in. The whole entire system crashed. We were hacked. And I forgot who hacked us, but um, we were hacked. Yeah, that was around 2014, 2015. We were hacked and millions of Target cards were breached. So people's cars were breached. It was a mess. It was it was just the worst feeling because everybody's calling. We don't even know what's going on, but everybody's calling us because we're the IT department. And so finally we go home. It's all over the news. Target is based here in Minnesota. So it's all over the news. This is just like the craziest thing. And I will never forget going, going into work two days later. So this is 48 hours later. And they bring us all into this huge room, right? This is just the IT people. And they said, we are laying off over like, I think it was like maybe 3,000 people throughout the company in the Twin Cities. And they said, be very mindful of the coworkers in the building because some people have been here for you. I mean, you have people who have been there for years. I'm talking about 20 years, child. Laid off, okay? Because the breach was so bad, it, it, they took a huge hit on that breach. It was horrible press. Stocks went down. They took a huge, huge loss. So when they take huge losses like that, the first thing they have to do is start getting rid of employees. And they said that they would keep us because we were the IT department. So because we were the IT department, our job wasn't technically at risk. And so I remember that day they went throughout the building. It was four floors. And I don't know how they did it, but they picked the people that they were letting go. And you just saw people packing up their boxes, people in the hallway crying. Um, it was really sad. It was hard to watch. And so I remember watching that. And that's when it dawned on me. There's no such thing as a safe job. There's no such thing. They're literally only keeping me in this position because I work IT as opposed to customer service or marketing. But what's to say that they won't replace me with all these Indians that they're, you know, outsourcing to. So at that point, I said, you know what, I'm gonna invest in me and start taking my YouTube channel more seriously and start learning editing and lighting and, you know, all that stuff. And that's when I decided to move to LA. And I remember people being mad at me at that time and saying, you know, you know, why would you leave? You you know, you have a good job. You're making 50 grand a year. You know, you're one of the few black people here. You should be grateful. And it wasn't like my coworkers. It was family. It was a lot of people, you know, naysayers. And I said, well, if I'm making such good money, you can apply to work here. Go get your IT certifications and you can, you know, take my spot. And the only person that really like encouraged me was my manager. I had a really dope manager and he was just really supportive really encouraging because they had wanted me to kind of stay and climb the corporate ladder. And I was not interested in that. I was like, no, I, I want to work for myself. I want to see where this YouTube thing takes me. And I remember it was scary because when you leave your job, you don't, your, your benefits, your health insurance, you know, all that stuff is gone. And, you know, I didn't have a whole lot in savings. So it was scary to just take a leap of faith on myself and start really doing YouTube. And then you know, so I'm doing it. I'm starting to get a little bit of money from YouTube. 
Plus now I'm living in Cali. It was it was a lot, child. It was a struggle. You know, there was times I was homeless. You know what I'm saying? Living in and out my truck and stuff like that until I could save up enough money to eventually, you know, get a roommate and all that stuff. But it was a lot of work. But I say that to say this. I remember even around that time when YouTube had demonetized my channel and so many people's channels. And um, at that time, I'm working. I'm doing both. I'm working on set. I'm doing editing jobs. And on top of that, making YouTube videos. So when they demonetized the channel, that's when I started my Patreon. And I was like, you know, if y'all want to help with anything, you know, throw a dollar, you know, just whatever support, I really appreciate it. Because at this point, you know, YouTube is demonetizing and we're having to resubmit videos and it was a mess. And I remember we were talking so much shit. Uh, you're begging, get a real job. Uh, YouTube is not a real job. The internet is not a real job. I'm like, do you know how much we pay in taxes? The IRS says it's a real job. But I found that funny because it was people... <coughs> excuse me, who worked in nine to five, who worked in places like, you know, the tech sector, Amazon, who kept saying it's not a real job. And I remember making my video and saying, I worked a real job. I did IT. I didn't just, I'm not a TikTok kid. I didn't just show up on the internet, you know what I'm saying, and start doing dances and shit. Like I, I really worked in the work sector. There's no such thing as a safe job. And that's what I've always reiterated to people. It doesn't matter if you work online, if you work in the quote unquote real world, most of these jobs, they do not respect loyalty. They do not respect hard work. You can bust your ass for these companies for 10, 15 years straight. You're lucky if you get a thank you or even like a promotion. A lot of these companies play people, even, even online. That's why I've always said I'm never just going to solely depend on like YouTube revenue. You have to have other streams. You have to be doing other things. You have to have multiple streams of income. You cannot just depend on just one thing solely. And I don't care if that's YouTube or working in the real world, because at this point, none of these jobs are safe. So even if you have a job in the real world, you should be working on a side hustle. I don't care if you bake cakes, if you make candles, if you make hair products, you should have some type of side hustle. Don't get comfortable. You got people who work for Google making a hundred grand a year who right now, they don't know where their next check is going to come from. That is scary. Because it's one thing to get fired from fast food. You can always just go to another fast food job, right? Because a lot, you know, fast food has a high turnover. But imagine if you were a software developer at Google. <clears throat> Who can match your income right now? Let's say some other tech company wants you. Can they even match your income right now as bad as the economy is? So I'm saying all that to just let people know, don't ever think that any job is safe and don't ever think that any job is going to have loyalty to you. Those people worked for Google for years and Google couldn't even tell them face to face, hey, this is what's going on. We're laying you off. They literally send some of them an email. Other people had no idea until they went in to go to work and clock in and their badge didn't work. So 
it is definitely a scary situation, you know, that's going on out here in the work sector. And again, it affects all of us. You know, it's very easy to be like, well, I don't work for them, so it don't matter. It affects us all. And especially if you are a creative, if you're, if you're working online, think about it. All these people that are being laid off, those are our customers. You guys are the ones who support us. If you guys have no income coming in, if you guys are struggling, you're not going to be able to send super chats and, you know, Patreons and things like that. So I think everybody, like I always say, what it's, what affects one affects us all. It's all one big circle. So everybody should have empathy for everyone that's going through this. Because again, it could be anybody. You know what I'm saying? And even a lot of these um, online influencers, they're not making the money they were once making. A lot of these ads are not even paying like that. Why? Because they spend so much money with all these popular people and they got no return on their investment. Just like, you know, Steven Crowder was saying. They're paying, you know, for instance, Daily Wire, you know, 10, 20,000 for an ad. They don't get a return on it. Then they want to come to us when we want to negotiate and only give, you know, a thousand, two, three thousand. You know, so a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff is drying up. So I say all this to say, be smart with your money, stack up, um, you know, be smart with your purchases. Understand that there's a lot of jobs out here that are letting people go. I know the whole trend that's out right now is this whole quiet quitting and, you know, at your wage. We talked about this on Discord last week. You know, the whole quiet quitting. Um, I'm going to do the bare minimum. I'm not going to go above and beyond unless I'm paid. And I get that. I don't think that you should go above and beyond if you're not, you know, if you're not getting the same reciprocation, the same respect, right? Because I've, I've worked in corporate for so long and I remember busting my ass when I worked in finance and collections and being like one of the top collectors and just busting my ass and they don't reward you. Sometimes when you're too good at your job, they keep you in that same position because they don't want to let you go. They don't want you to elevate. So I get not going above and beyond. And I don't think you should. Because if I had to do it again, I would have did the bare fucking minimum. Because everybody else who did the bare minimum, they still kept their damn job and still got bonuses. So I think people need to understand that if you're going to be doing that, a lot of these companies are tired of the quiet quitting, people doing half work. If you need your job, work it to the best of your ability. I'm not saying go above and beyond. I'm not saying work a bunch of overtime. You know, if they're not paying you for it, absolutely not. But you might want to reevaluate. Don't let TikTok boost you up. Don't let people on social media who are getting a check from social media, you know, boost you up. Like, you don't need a job. You can just do whatever, whatever. And you got bills to pay. You got kids to take care of. So just be really, really smart on who you follow because you have a lot of people who just do things to hype stuff up. And now all these same folks who are quiet quitting, now they're upset and mad that they got, you know, let go. Well, you know, if y'all are bragging about quiet quitting, they're going to eventually say, okay, well then just, just go. And now we got automation coming in, you know? And I think that's what a lot of this is. You're going to have a lot of automation, robots. Right now they have a McDonald's in Texas 
fully automated. There's not one human being in there. You go in there, you place your order, you walk up to the counter and the, the robot arm greets you and hands you your damn sandwich and fries. You go through the drive-thru, the robot arm comes through the drive-thru and hands you your bag of food. So again, be careful what you wish for because they are getting rid of more and more jobs, more and more people. So I want y'all to be aware of what's going on in case you did not know. Um, let me see here. Jesse Adams says, T, you're right. Nothing is safe or guaranteed in life. Always have a plan just in case. Life may be good now, but change, but can change anytime. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for the super chat, too. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Jackie says, Jeffree Star is out here trying to collect pro athletes like Thanos collecting stones. First the NBA, now the NFL. Any guess what's next? The NBL. Don't forget the NHL, the, the hockey league. He might go for a hockey player. Them hockey players be fine, honey. You know, we got the Minnesota Wild here. Okay. <laughs> Hockey's big in Minnesota. I know some of y'all are like, what is hockey? <laughs> it's a big deal up here in the north. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Phoenix Leo says, as a day one watcher and a Maryland native, Karen don't like Sharice because she said Karen messed with blue eyes at the season two reunion, not jealousy. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, Potatoes, Potato Head said 999 says, if I were her, I'd send my man to, to collect our come up. I mean, some people do that, but... Um, no, you, you're not about to go mess with Jeffree Star. Like if we're, if we're that broke where you have to go, you know what I'm saying? Get your back banged out by Jeffree. I don't need to be with you. Cause as a man, you should be able to find another hustle besides selling your ass. Okay. Especially if you're supposed to be straight. Like, I mean, I, I've heard people do that. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't be okay with that. You better go out here and go hustle. Get a real hustle. Well, thank you for the super chat. Um, Dorian Books said, there are masculine gay men, feminine gay men tend to like other, tend to rarely like other feminine men. Admittedly, there is a lot of straight chasers, but most gay men prefer only masculine, masculine men, femme or not. Mm. Thank you, uh, Dorian. Yeah, it seems like a lot of like my gay male friends, they do like, like more masculine guys. And almost like the ones that come off like as straight. But there's not a whole, I don't think there's a whole lot of those to go around either. I see way more feminine gay guys than I see masculine. So maybe, you know, y'all gonna be fighting over them. <laughs> but I agree with you though, because I have definitely noticed that. Um, Aaron Moore says, meanwhile, Andre is just, Andre was just on the Bobby Light show on Zeus Network. But sending love. Glad you went live tonight. Thank you. Okay, so I guess he must be fully out the closet now because Bobby Light's show is like a whole gay show, right? So that's interesting. Um, it's DB says, hey, T, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I took a social media detox. I'm back now. Would you ever do a deep dive on the transgender and the news laws? Um, thank you for the super chat. And no, I wouldn't do any deep dive on that topic. I just, 
I don't care enough to, to be honest with you. Um, it's always drama filled. You can't have an opinion. So I, I stay away from that topic at this point altogether. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Alicia Elliott says, I work for uh, Nelnet, a student loan company, and they just laid off 500 people. Wow. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Shy B says, my boyfriend and I work for different sides of Comcast. Thousands were fired on the customer service side where he works. On my side, construction, a ton more people were laid off or are being forced into retirement by March. Damn. This is getting bad. Because <clears throat> I called Comcast the other day and I was on hold for a good hour. Now it makes sense. If they're getting rid of customers. Wow. Mm. Jesse Adams says, you're right, T. Nothing is safe or guaranteed in life. Um, okay, I think I read that earlier. Thank you. I am K. Renee says, you're preaching. Hold on, disappeared. Says you're preaching, even nursing. Look at the nursing strike going on because the hospitals are taking nurses for granted. Yeah. Every sector is like going through it right now. Um, thank you for the super chat. JCJC75 says, I hold a dual license, LVN at one hospital and RN at another. That's a blessing. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Miss Monique. <laughs> Somebody said Monique. You might as well call this Monique's channel hoodie. She supports me almost every stream. I appreciate you, Miss Monique. Thank you for the $299, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Miss Monique, don't never leave a comment. She just comes through and leaves. Like, I, I love her. Thank you so much, for real. It means a lot. Um, Miss Anima23 says, right, I was let go from my military contractor position right before Christmas after years of hard work. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, that's why I'm telling people, like, they're not playing right now. They Like, a lot of jobs, they're, like, trying to, like, they're trying to cut costs. And instead of cutting the CEO's salary, nope, it's the little people that suffer. The CEOs, they can still make, you know, $10 million a year, but it's the little people who are making, you know, 15 to 25 bucks an hour that they'll get rid of first. So, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's sad. I hope you're able to find something else. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Reese says, I bet the ice cream machine is still broken. <laughs> at mcdonald's thank you um lane lane says it's scary out here all the skills i have and two degrees making 35 grand <clears throat> if i didn't have a spouse i'd be i'd be with okay i'd be at my mom's or my dad's apartment lol fighting for a higher wage no definitely definitely thank you for the super chat appreciate you um Genesis says, hey, T, do you, um, can you please make a video about the whole Jordan Walker Pfizer situation? No one is talking about it. Um, who is Jordan Walker? Let me, let me Google. I don't even know who that is. I know Jordan Peterson. I know Jordan from New Kids on the Block. I don't know Jordan Walker though. Uh, no, pro oh God, no Project Veritas. Video doesn't prove, okay, it must be a Project Veritas. 
Now I know them. So that might be the host. Busted video. Proof that Jordan Walker worked for Pfizer. Ooh. Does Pfizer employees meltdown? Hold on. Let me see. This one is a YouTube video. Oh, it's 10 minutes long. I got it. So I'm confused. So does Jordan Walker work for uh, Project Veritas? <coughs> I need more details. It's not even coming up. Breaking down the Project Veritas video about Pfizer purportedly exploit, um, exploring mutating C19. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research on that. I don't really know. Um, hold on, media kit life. Let me click on this, see what they're saying. Video of Jordan Walker's supposed Pfizer researcher goes viral. Okay, I'm gonna have to do more research. That's like, I don't wanna play the video and all that stuff. Some my C19, I don't want them shutting down the stream. But I'll, I'll have to look at that on my own time. But thank you for that information. I, did, I didn't even know anything about it. Um, okay, so I've been on for an hour and 31 minutes. We have to talk about this before I go. The eggs. Something is going on with the eggs. It's some type of egg conspiracy. Now, I was really mad today when um, Madia had posted that basically there was a whole fire if you guys don't know, um, at a chicken plant. Now, remember there was a fire at a chicken plant a few months ago, but this time the chickens that were killed were all egg-laying chickens. Now, you know eggs. I went to Walmart today, and our eggs have now officially reached over $7 here in Minnesota. They were about five-something two weeks ago. Now they're seven. So let me pull up this video real quick here. This is crazy. Let me share my screen. Hold on. Hold up, hold up. Share this tab. Okay. Now, where crews were on the scene of a massive fire at an egg farm earlier this afternoon, the fire broke out at the Hillendale Farms location on Schwartz Road. The Salvation Army says around 100,000 chickens may have died in that fire. Multiple crews responded to help fight the flames. The fire was contained to one building. Unfortunately, no one was hurt. There is no word yet on just what caused this fire. We head to Basra now, where crews were... Okay, so let me let me come back on the screen here. So this is what they're saying. As many as 100,000 chickens are estimated to have perished in Connecticut's fire, marking a, marking a number that's particularly alarming as the U.S. continues to see rising egg prices. As detailed in the regional report, over the weekend, the blaze took place at Hillendale Farms in Boras, on Saturday, ultimately growing into a three alarm fire that required assistance of a slew of local agencies. While no human injuries were reported in the connection in the in connection with the fire, 
local Salvation Army cha uh, chapter has cited an estimated 100,000 chickens have died. Now, I don't even eat chicken and I'm mad. 100,000 chickens and many of which were egg laying chickens. I'm sorry, this is all by design. I don't care what anybody says. Isn't it interesting that right now we are struggling with a food shortage? Who remembers, put a teacup, if you guys remember me, talking a few months ago about all of those fires, all of those plants that were just catching on fire. General Mills, a potato chip factory. Um, it was all types of plants. I remember uh, really uh, graceful, she also did a video on that too. It's so many different plant fires. And now again, we have one concerning egg laying chickens. So now if this is not crazy enough, a lot of people in the chicken egg laying community child, um, you know, I've been trying to pay close attention because like we talked about a few streams ago, I'm really thinking about getting chickens and I need to learn how to, you know, take care of them because I was just going to leave my side in the cold. Y'all, y'all going, they going to die and turn into frozen drumsticks. So, you know, we've been watching all this chicken stuff. Do y'all know that a lot of these people who have chickens in their yard who raise chickens for, you know, egg laying, they have been saying that their chickens have not laid eggs in months. And supposedly what's going on, the reason why these chickens are not laying any eggs, it's the feed. Supposedly the feed is bad or they've done something to the feed to make it where these chickens are not laying eggs. As soon as people change the feed, all of a sudden here comes eggs. So a lot of people have been blasting this on social media, if you guys are not aware. So I think this egg situation goes a lot deeper. I'm going to play all these two TikTok videos um, of people talking about this. Let me play this first one here. Okay. Imagine warning people. In nearly 30 something years of raising chickens, I have never gone without eggs, not even just one. And since before Halloween, I have not gotten a single egg until about a week ago. And I switched the feed that I was giving. I no longer am feeding chicken feed. I have switched my girls to goat feed. Steel cut oats, black sunflower seeds, and goat feed. I have to say, there's something uh, something to this. If I have to put my little tinfoil hat on, it's kind of weird. Okay. Let me show y'all this next video here. So something is going on. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, y'all. So here's my take on what's been going on with the egg situation. Everybody keeps asking me, why is the price of eggs so high? Everybody knows that they're extremely ungodly right now, right? Well, here's a chicken conspiracy for you that's not really a conspiracy. It's being confirmed not only here in our house, but apparently all over the nation. And nobody said anything about it because we all just assumed it was winter. They stopped laying in the winter as much. And come to find out that everybody across the nation stopped getting eggs from their chickens. 
all together. Nobody got a single egg all winter from there. Everybody's reporting end of September to like mid-October, the chickens stopped laying. And ours stopped laying in September. We hadn't had a single egg all winter. Well, we discovered we have a little escape artist here, Luna, our white leghorn there. She can get out of the coop and just we can't contain her. Anyway, she started laying again about a month ago. And we discovered that well, that's weird. She started to lay and nobody's laid in months. Like we have gone months. Here you go, Margo. We've gone months without any eggs at all. So we started looking into it. And then finally somebody said something in one of the chicken groups and they were like, hey, is anybody else's chickens not laid a single egg? Because We've had them for 50 years and we've never gone a winter without a single egg. Not one, not one single egg. Well, we started letting our chickens out and to free range. We usually feed them. You can see they're not even touching the feed anymore. Like this has been here for three days. They don't want it. And apparently everybody who's been feeding their chickens, this type of feed has stopped getting eggs altogether. So people who aren't able to let their chickens free range or can't run around the yard at all, aren't getting any eggs kind of convenient when eggs are the price of, I don't even know, gold at this point, I guess. But yeah, so let's check over here and see if we have any today where they've been out. We had to keep them up yesterday. Yeah, look at here. There she is. She was laying. I was calling for one. She didn't come. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eggs today. Seven eggs. Yes, I know it needs clean. Seven eggs. Seven eggs in one day. We haven't had any for months months y'all months feed it's the feed everybody's saying it it's the same thing all across the nation if you ask people we're finally figuring it out so maybe we can kick the same thing okay honey so something is going on um there somebody said are they on chicken birth control This damn fire started up again. Something is going on, though. Um, it's definitely being done on purpose. And what was so interesting, I had posted this in Discord. Um, after doing some digging, let me see if I can find it for y'all. We found out that our good old friend. Hold on. I got, I, yeah, you can't make this up. Let me see if I can. There it is. Yeah. We, after digging, we found out that back in 2013, okay, our good old friend, the one who, you know, not a doctor, no doctor degree, no nothing. Look at this, you guys. I, I found this today. RG has sent it to me. And so I went to research more. And this man has been investing in this since 2013. Can we guess who this man is? Booyaka, booyaka. Bill Gates. Investing in chickless eggs. And this has been going on since 2013. He has been investing in some type of um, eggs that don't need chickens. 
It's called a fake egg. I'm going to show you all this other article. Y'all see that? Company backed by Bill Gates creates fake eggs and mayo. So something is going on out here, okay? Something is not right. All of these egg issues, all of these chicken issues, and, you know, even though we love to crack jokes and, you know, we're all bootleg comedians on this channel, T-Sippers, I think y'all are onto something when y'all say, are the chickens on birth control? I think they were putting some type of birth control, well, chicken control, I don't know, child. They were putting something to control them damn eggs. They weren't allowing them chickens to ovulate. I don't know if that's the right word for chickens, but there was something in that feed that was making all these people, these are personal people's chickens. They were not giving any eggs for months, okay? Um, I think that's on purpose because the chickens, the, the farmers who have contracts, right, who have like, you know, government contracts with their chicken laying eggs, all their eggs were working just fine. All their chickens were laying eggs. But all the people were like, well, I don't want to buy my chickens from the store. Um, it's too expensive. You know, I got old Bessie here and she, you know, she lays four eggs a day. Okay. All of a sudden, they ain't had eggs in two, three months. Bessie, what's wrong? Why are you not laying no eggs? Bessie's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> <Fuck it up too. laughs> you know, Bessie can't talk. She don't know what to say. You don't know why she's not laying eggs. You know, so people have just been putting two and two together on the internet. And they're like, you know, they're doing something to make it where regular people have, <laughs> regular people who have chickens, they're not able to benefit from their chickens. They're not able to get their chickens and sell their eggs. They want people to buy the eggs from the store. Then we find out that Bill Gates is out here <coughs> excuse me, investing in fake eggs and fake mayo. So something is not right. Now, speaking of eggs and chicken, this is the last story. We got to talk about this, okay? Now, there's a black lady. She was out here stealing chicken. And not just like 10 pieces of, you know, KFC Extra Crispy. This lady stole $1.5 million worth of chicken from, a school, from the school system. So let me find this news clip here. This is just embarrassing. We're going to talk about this too. So this is going viral all over social media. Let me share my um, screen here. Let me just do, do this over. So I don't want it to not play. Okay. Punch lady is now facing criminal charges accused of stealing more than a million dollars for the chicken wings. WGN's Andrea Medina has that story from Harvey. This went on for about a year and a half. What the school worker allegedly did with a large amount of chicken wings is still unknown, but she's in custody at the Cook County Jail and is accused of placing unauthorized purchases separately from the district's legitimate orders. 
66-year-old Vera Liddell is a former Harvey School District 152 employee. She's at the center of a major theft scheme that brewed during the COVID-19 pandemic when students weren't allowed in the classroom. Liddell worked for Harvey Schools for more than a decade. She was a food services director, but after her tenure, she was hired as a consultant in July 2020. In that role, she was in charge of placing food orders. Between July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors allege she used her position to embezzle $1.5 million from the school district. Court documents accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service, GFS, and picking them up with a district's cargo van. At this time, it's not clear what Liddell did with them, but a proffer presented at her bond hearing last week says the food was never brought to the school or provided to the students. It goes on to say even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. The scheme was uncovered January 2022 by the district's business manager during a mid-year audit. The manager found the district was $3,000 over its budget and were only halfway through the school year. Court records revealed the manager discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item never served to students because they contain bones. Parents say it's upsetting to know someone may have selfishly taken the funds intended to nourish students. Uh, this is the area that we live in. We live in, in like, you know, um, middle class, lower than middle, middle class area. So it really don't surprise me that somebody was trying to get over it's kind of sad. Others claim it's not surprising to know a trusted person in their community would do such thing, but they're hoping the district enforces effective oversight over the financial activities of the district. I just feel that um, the people that was watching over that money or who jobs it was, mm -hmm. um, they need to be um, looked at because that shouldn't happen. The Harvey superintendent is aware of the charges, but declined to speak on camera or give a comment because it is an ongoing investigation. Liddell's next court date is February 22nd. Reporting in Harvey, Andrea Medina, WGN News. Okay, let me come on the screen here. Okay, so my personal opinion, I think this whole chicken situation with this lady goes a lot deeper. The fact that 1.5 million was stolen. I think more people knew about it. Um, I think there were more people involved. They're saying that they can't find the chicken. They're not going to find the chicken, damn it. Um, especially black folks were involved. They ate that shit. No. <laughs> I believe what she was doing, her, and I think more people were involved at that school. Um, they were selling it. They were selling that chicken. They were selling either uh, chicken plates you know how everybody during COVID had that damn side business that got them food trucks and shit. You know, uh, they'll come to their house like, oh, order, uh, I'm selling plates. They'll, they'll, they'll post it on Facebook. I got plates at my house. You know, everybody's on Facebook selling plates and shit. I don't buy them because I don't know how everybody cooks in their house. Everybody's kitchen ain't clean. Some of y'all let y'all's cats roam on kitchen counters. Hell no. I don't eat at people's houses who have cats that just walk around freely like that. Um, so yeah, I'm not eating everybody's hot plate off of Facebook, but I noticed that is a hustle on face on Facebook where people post, you know, plates, um, you know, the plastic plates, they'll have chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy and greens. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. But again, um, your kitchen ain't regulated. I'm not buying plates of food off of Facebook. I believe what she was doing. She was selling that chicken on the side. There's a black market for everything, believe it or not. 
You can get a damn black market kidney. You can get some damn chicken wings, okay? So she was out there selling that shit on the side. But what I also know, because I know people who have worked in the food service industry, not just schools, but, you know, um, at uh, what are them, like, you know, when you go to, like, the stadiums, right, the stadiums. Some of them food service people are corrupt as hell, okay? No judgment. I'm just saying. I'm keeping it real. A lot of them will place orders using, you know, through the company, right? Restaurants do it too. Well, they'll place all these orders, you know, for salmon and, you know, uh, olive oil and um, butter and just all types of stuff. And they'll take it home to their own home. Some people who work in the restaurant industry, they don't go grocery shopping. They shop on your dime. I'm just saying people don't understand that food service industry is a hustle for some people. <clears throat> so the same way she was over there ordering chicken, you can order a lot of different things and say, oh, it's for the school. Oh, it's for the homeless. Oh, it's for, you know, this church. And it's really for like the employees. For it to be that amount and nobody was able to catch that until now, I call BS. I think many people were in on it. She's just not speaking because she she looks like she's bought that life. Y'all see that mugshot? Oh, she looks tough. <laughs> oh, she looks tough as hell. Hold on. Let me show y'all her mugshot. I got to pull up her name. And she's 66. So she old school. She ain't snitching. So I ain't no punk. I ain't about to sit here and tell on people. Okay, here she go right here. <laughs> Who done photoshopped her? <laughs> Not y'all photoshopping her in front of a bunch of chicken. I ain't mad at that. Let me show y'all this Photoshop job they done did, child. They got her in front of a bunch of raw chicken. Why y'all do that lady like that? She one of them old school, you know what I'm saying, women. She ain't about to tell. She tight-lipped now. $1.5 million worth of chicken is missing. She ain't saying shit. She tight-lipped. But I definitely believe that there's more to the story. I believe that that whole school system was involved. They literally photoshopped her with a bunch of raw chicken behind her. The internet has no chill. But um, I believe it's more than one. It's several of them involved in that. I don't believe that just her by herself was doing all this scheming and plotting. Okay. I believe that, you know, once they found it, once they found like, you know, the discrepancies and all that stuff, they threw her under the bus. But I would not be surprised if they really kept peeling back the onion, all them people's ordering food. Because $1.5 million is a lot of food. Granted, it was over, you know, since COVID. So it's been since 2020, but that's still a lot of food. They were hustling that food. They were selling that food. And we've all, we've all seen them trucks. That will pull up on you in the hood. I got steaks, lobster tails, and chicken. Well, sir, where did all this come from? Oh, you know, I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I don't buy I don't buy food off of people's random people's trucks. I mean, it do be sealed and stuff. I mean, I get the temptation. I just can't trust it. Not saying that the grocery stores are any more trustworthy, but if you're just pulling up on me in traffic. With a whole bunch of crab legs in a box. Like, y'all have been, it ain't just me. We're not going to do that. Y'all have had me pull up. I'm glad the chat knows what I'm talking about. People pull up on you. Hey, hey. Yes? I got crab legs. Where? We're at the gas station. 
come, come, they're over here. And then you, you know, cause I'm like, I gotta see this shit for myself. And you walk and they open their trunk and it's all like, they, they, it's like a frozen fish market in their trunk. Snapper, crab legs, frozen chicken wings. Sir, where did you get all this from? Oh, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> No, sir. You probably work for her ass in Chicago, okay? So, I mean, yeah, Omaha Steaks. That's where a lot of them businesses got that idea from, real talk. All that, you know, now it's professional, and now you got, like, white companies trying to do it. Before there was ever Omaha Steaks and all that stuff, it was people in the hood. They would have, like, meats, chicken, crab legs, and they would sell out the trunk of their car. I assumed all of it was stolen, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, now you got more professional companies, you know, now they got like, you know, at least some type of banner on the side of their truck, <laughs> Marco's Whole Foods, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but back in the day, people would just do that, you know, but for me, I just, I, I don't, I don't know where you got your food. I know I, I'm straight. Now, when I have, if I'm going to ingest it, I, I just, no, I don't want your karma going in my stomach. I'm straight. But yeah, that's definitely what this woman was doing. She was slinging them chicken wings. And I believe that that entire, her office was probably involved. I don't think none of them are just that innocent. And again, like I said, in the food service industry, a lot of people do really slick shit like that. Where if you're in management, they will order extra food. Let's say the restaurant only has like a certain budget for, you know, catfish and carrots and cabbage and stuff like that. They'll order a certain amount, but they'll order extra. Because you can always write it off and be like, oh, I burnt the catfish. Oh, I dropped the cabbage in the toilet. And they just write stupid shit. Really, that damn cabbage is in the front seat of their car. And that case of catfish that they, came, that they claim got burnt is in their trunk. Y'all know they do this shit in the food service industry. I'm not making this up. Yes, chicken embezzlement. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, look, somebody, hold on. We got an honest person. Albany says facts. Yes, they did. I worked at a restaurant. Thank you. Somebody else says a former boss was doing this with, <laughs> with medical supplies, and I almost caught his ass, but he was too slick. Mm. Yes, people do that all the time. <coughs> Not your former boss still in stethoscopes <laughs> and tongue depressors and shit. But yeah, people will do that. No, it's not snitching. I'm just saying, like, if you know, you don't. People do that at these restaurants. They will order other stuff. You know, if you got one of them friends who, you know, they're a waitress or, you know, they work in the restaurant business and they're just always eating good, like, you don't get paid that much as a waitress, but damn, every time we come over, everybody's eating lobster tails and, you know, steak, crab legs. A lot of that is coming from her restaurant. I'm just saying. No judgment, just saying. So, yeah, this lady ain't doing nothing new. Somebody said dollar store. Not y'all scamming the dollar store. There's nothing in dollar store that y'all need to be in there scamming and writing off. Stop. During the pandemic, it was PPP, PPP. They still in them diapers and swabs out the ER. Ooh, I never thought about that. Because y'all do be having them name brand diapers too. Fresh pack of Pampers. And when I had my son, when I left the hospital, they gave me a, a fresh pack of Pampers. I never thought about that. 
nurses out there still in diapers and probably selling them and shit. Because, <laughs> you know, diapers. I went to my cousin's baby shower this weekend. Them diapers are no joke. I bought her a box of diapers. That shit was $44.99. I said, damn, diapers have gone up in the past 20 years because my, my oldest is 22. And I remember them boxes used to be like $18.99 back in the day. $44.99. Good luck to all y'all having kids. <laughs> in, in this day and age, man, minor potty train. I couldn't believe that. It's, it's so expensive for diapers now. So these nurses out here smuggling huggies. <laughs> y'all, I mean, they said the military does it too, especially in the unit supply. Y'all telling on everybody. They be selling them blue-green pacifiers. Oh, these nurses is hustling. They say, if y'all not going to raise our fucking pay, we taking all these pampers and we selling it on the black market. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I said, you know, people are like, oh, throw her in jail. I mean, she's wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. She's definitely wrong. You know, she lied on the kids, said she was feeding the kids all that damn chicken, knowing damn well she was slinging it. And she probably made good money off that chicken. Talking about, yeah, we don't know what she did with the with the chicken. We can't find the chicken. Bitch, I can tell you exactly what she did with the chicken. She sold it on the streets, okay? It's a whole hustle. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's more to the store. I don't think it was just her. I think a lot of people were in on it. Yeah, baby formula is very expensive. Too expensive. But I've noticed even in the suburbs now, they got that baby formula locked up. Yeah, but I try to come to the suburbs and y'all thought y'all come out here and steal. They said, nah, I'll take y'all asses back to the south side. They got the formula out here now locked up. I was shocked. I said, oh shit. I thought I was in North Minneapolis. Like, damn, it's locked. It's gotten bad, huh? They out here selling that baby formula like it ain't nothing. It's crazy. It's either missing where there's no baby formula for the babies or they're getting stolen. It's sad. Somebody said $10 a scoop. They about to start treating baby formula like crack. Damn. That's crazy. The baby formula from the hospital lasted two weeks to a month. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like close to like 30 bucks a can. Baby formula was expensive back when my oldest was a baby. So, I mean, it was expensive. So now it's just too much. Okay, y'all. I've been on here now for two hours. I'm going to get ready to clock out. Let me read these last few super chats, y'all. This has been such a great stream. I appreciate y'all coming out. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Ahub87 says, I ain't got it like money bag mo. Thank you, man, yo. <laughs> but I think these layoffs are also to help along basic guaranteed income. Universal basic income, UBI. I definitely agree with you 100%. I do feel like UBI will be coming down the pipeline in the future. Um, that's why they're doing this. That's why they're bringing in automation. And especially with the self-driving cars, did y'all see that Tesla that caused like a 10-car pileup on the freeway? Like people could have died. Elon ain't said shit about it either. It just stopped for no reason. Everybody's on the freeway doing like 50, 60 miles an hour. This self-driving Tesla is just like, fuck it. I don't feel like going no more. 
I said, what is, are you sentient? Keep going. Like he just caused this huge pileup. It's like it became sentient on the highway. I don't know. People could have died. Let's see if I can find the video. <laughs> Nine people injured, including a two-year-old. Just even the picture looks shady. I guess he was upset. He felt the way. The car said, y'all not going to keep using me. Just stopped. Let me see if I can show y'all. I'm going to see the video comes up. It's on Yahoo. It caused a huge pileup. And I don't think Elon Musk has said anything. Let me see if I can find the video. Yahoo always clickbaiting. Time out they got the video, you click on it, it's just a video of Elon Musk. Anyways, let me just show y'all the picture. Cause I don't I don't want to be clicking on random videos, but let me show y'all the picture. Y'all can see what I'm talking about. Y'all can just look it up when y'all get a chance. Look at this. You say everybody else is driving. This car just decided to stop and caused a whole pileup on the road. People were hurting everything. So I don't know. The whole automation thing, it needs to be worked on more. I think it's scary to just be letting these cars drive. There was another one that we had posted on Discord. And um, I felt like this car had a spirit in it. It made me really sad and emotional. It was very weird. Basically, it was a self-driving car. And it got lost. There were all these construction workers around it. And they were shocked. So they started filming it. And the car just looked sad and scared. It was really weird. And they were like kind of laughing at it. And then after a while, they kind of felt bad for the car. And he kept trying to move, but he didn't know what to do. It was just, it's weird. If you watch these self-driving car videos, it's so weird when they get lost. It was crazy. Like you really felt like emotional watching it. It was almost like watching like a lost puppy or a lost kid. It was really weird. I don't know. It was, it was like a weird video. It had me like emotional, like, oh my God. And then I thought about like, why am I feeling emotional for this car? It's not even, it's an inanimate object, but it's something with this automation. That's why I feel like it, it goes very spiritual because I got very emotional watching it. And then other people watched it when I posted it. And they were saying the same thing. It was very weird. It was really weird. Somebody said, I only cry for Wally. <laughs> um, I got to find It's on Discord. I got to find it. Um, but if you see, it's like a bunch of construction guys. And this, this random car, it just got lost. And it does not know what to do. And it's trying to figure it out. It was just weird. It just gave me like really weird vibes. Um, let me see here. Uh, higher perspective said, can you talk about the DeMar Hamlin con con conspiracy? Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I get what people were saying that they didn't think it was him because he had on the hoodie, he was hiding. The only thing that's weird to me about the DeMar Hamlin thing, <clears throat> when he collapsed, it was about two maybe three weeks ago, 
How did he heal so fast? They said he almost died. No, they said the, the, the uncle said he died and they resuscitate him. He died twice, one on the field and then I think again in the hospital. He has absolutely no issues. He's walking again. Um, and usually when it's like heart stuff and they're trying to start your heart again, you have a lot of pain in your chest, ribs and all that stuff. It's just weird to me. I'm not saying, you know, I'm glad he's okay. You know, thank God he's young. But it's just weird that he just bounced back that quick. And now I'm thinking, I hope they're not trying to make him go right back into playing football. I hope that's not what they're trying to do. I, I just find his recovery very weird for somebody whose heart has stopped. That is major. And the fact that that he literally died on the field, like stop breathing, flatline. The uncle said on the news that day, they brought him back twice. So I don't know. It, it could be the power of Jesus or it could be the power of, you know, what I'm saying the NFL looking for views and clicks. I don't know. I just find it strange. I find that more strange than people like, oh, he's a clone. That's not really him. No, it's really him because he came out and talked about it. But even when I listen to him talk and, you know, thank the fans, he seems to be doing very, very well. For someone who was only that was literally out of it not even two weeks ago it's just it's just weird but yeah god is definitely good you know i i just feel like yeah maybe because he is young and healthy he's in good shape but it's something like he could have literally died instantly from that hit so i i don't know it's just it's just weird but um you know as far as like the other conspiracies, I, I think that they're a joke. People calling him a clone and doing all that, I think that's a bit much. But I'm glad he's okay. But I have to be honest that it's just weird that he's bouncing back like that, that quickly. Um, he's out in the cold. I don't know. It just takes people a while usually when you go through something. When the body goes through something that traumatic, it's hard to just bounce right back. But, you know, again, everybody's different. So I don't know. Uh, let me see here. Somebody said, okay, Michael Scales said 999 says, being loyal at jobs have consequences. I'm finding for me being three years in the restaurant industry, I'm finding myself mentally and emotionally clocking out when the managers are ever upset about things. Yeah. Well, I would suggest that if you're burnt out or, you know, you're not liking your position anymore, move on. I don't know who made this rule about, you know, you need to stay at your job for the next 10 years and you need to be loyal to your company. You don't owe these, you don't owe a job shit. I'm just keeping it real. Cause I was very loyal to several companies you know, in my 20s and 30s when I worked in corporate. But looking back on it, if I had to do it over, I would absolutely not. If you need to go take another job for your mental health, you know, do something better, do that. You don't owe these managers anything. You know, a lot of jobs cry now because they feel like millennials are so rude. Or Gen Z, sorry, Gen Z or X, I don't know. Um, they said like a lot of these young kids have no respect. They don't give a two week notice when they quit. 
my thing is when you guys are ready to fire people, do you give them a two week notice? Did all these people at Google, Amazon, Spotify and other places, did they get a two week notice? No, they didn't. You don't, you don't owe your employer anything. At the end of the day, you have one life. Don't waste your time being at a job that doesn't make you happy because a lot of times we spend more time at work than we do with our family members, our loved ones, our children, our spouses. So if you're not happy at your job, leave. You've been there for three years. And a lot of times when you go and you start looking for another job, you'll see where the wages are. So maybe when you started your job three years ago, you were getting paid one thing. But now if you look around the industry, the pay might have gone up. So yeah, don't be loyal to none of these companies. If that's one thing I can tell young people, you don't owe these companies shit. You can't hand your job down to your children. So when you're ready to move on, move on. Your mental health is, is first. So I hope that helps you. Thank you for the super chat, love. Yeah, people are like, I've been here 15 years and I make $15. Absolutely the fuck not. No, if you've been somewhere 15 years, you should be running that place. And the fact that they don't reward loyalty is insane. So mm -mm. put yourself first. Because at the end of the day, that business owner, the company, they are putting their profits. They're putting their best interests first. So put yourself first. <coughs> Larry Sin 20 says, hey, Lovely T, I love your show. And I see why they call you Miss Lovely T in my shoe, oh, in my Suge Ivory voice. Because you, <laughs> because you show full of love. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Hope you're having a good time. Um, let's see here. DW3010 sent $10. Says, I've been rocking with you for a long time. I greatly appreciate everything you do. Thank you so much. Appreciate you as well. Um, Lettuce Go Tomato sent $1.99. Says, eggs here in Texas are $15 to $17. Are you serious? Okay, where are my Texas people at? Are the eggs in Texas going for $15 to $17? That's crazy. Because when I saw $7 today at, at Walmart by my house, I was shook. I'm like, I can't believe we've, we've hit $7. NYC, they're saying $15 in NYC. Yes, in Texas? Somebody said they're $16 at their Walmart. Are y'all serious? Mm. Some people are saying, okay, this black sky says, yep, I'm in Houston, $15. Huh. I think it depends on the store. Some people, somebody said in Indiana, there's $17 for 60 eggs. $8.99 in North Texas for a 12 pack. That's crazy. $13 in Los Angeles, child, we're not shocked. We we expect that, LA. We're talking about Texas. <laughs> Everything's expensive in LA. I'm not shocked. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for that information. I did not know it's gotten into the double digits. That This is insane. So this whole fire that happened, the one I was talking about earlier, it's not going to help the situation at all, unfortunately. So it's only going to make it worse. That's crazy. Um... 
Auntie Nooney sent $20, says they keep manufacturing these tragic accidents with farms and food suppliers to create scarcity and boost price gouging. Cruelty to both humans and animals. Mm. Nothing but the truth. I definitely agree with you. That is why they're making all of these issues. Again, problem, reaction, solution. And it's really affecting everybody else. So, and, you know, the war in Ukraine, that's not helping either. You know, it's it's a lot going on right now. It's crazy. Um, Ray sent $2, says the USDA had 60 million chickens um, due to bird flu. I heard about them killing or the chickens dying because of bird flu. I did hear about that a few weeks ago. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, CT sent five, says I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't some vegan activist group sabotaging the chicken feed. No, I, I don't know. They wouldn't have access to the feed, though. I don't think so. I mean, vegans can be crazy, but I don't think they're that crazy. Um, and really, chickens are, from what I've been researching, I've, I've really been trying to research more on chickens. From what I heard, they're like garbage disposals. You can feed them damn near everything. Now, don't go giving them Jolly Ranchers, but you know, they can eat like a lot of table scraps. And then you can use like their waste for like your garden. And their waste is not as bad as like cows. You know what I mean? Because like there's certain places in North Carolina where the whole county is literally polluted because of cow waste, right? Um, but yeah, chickens are really good for the environment as far as them, you know, eating things, um, getting rid of food particles, food scraps, and then you're able to reuse their waste for your own garden. So they kind of help the ecosystem, but pigs and cows, they kind of really mess up the ecosystem with like the methane gas and all that stuff. So I, I don't, I mean, if if crazy vegans are attacking the chicken, then they'd be better off attacking the pigs and the, and the cow. Because actually the, the chickens are pretty good for the environment, believe it or not. Chickens are like pigs, they eat everything. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know, I mean, I guess. I didn't know they ate everything. I just thought... I think I just thought they ate worms because, <laughs> you know, watching cartoons, you know, um, what's his name? Foghorn, Leghorn. I just thought they ate worms and stuff, child. But, yeah, they eat feed. They eat a lot. Like you can feed them like stuff from your table, vegetables, a lot of stuff. So I'm still thinking about getting me a chicken. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, let's see here. Um, Dana says my mom just switched her feed because she was having the same issue. Also, the eggs at the store are extremely toxic because of the feed that the chickens are eating. What? Not toxic eggs. Thank you, Dana. Appreciate that. Um, I'm going to have to look into that too. Yana says, remember the third... Hold on. Somebody said... Hold on. Just disappeared. Yana says, remember the 3D nuggets and the meatless meat from Burger King? Did Burger King get rid of the meatless meat? I did like their meatless burger. I thought it was okay. Um, I haven't been there in, in probably a year, but when I did try it, I, I did like it. And it tasted like a burger. Like, it really tasted good. I liked it. Um, Big Destiny Energy says, I just saw on the news out here in Washington State that lab-created chickens are being approved by the FDA. Could be in restaurants in six months.
why is every like I don't understand this whole wanting to grow food in the lab. It's just weird. Even with some of like the 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 vegetarian and vegan options, even some of them I feel like they're trying too hard to make it seem like meat. Like it's not meat. That's the whole point of it being vegetarian. But I feel like when they have to make it try too hard, it's like, what are they really adding in there? It's it's weird. Um, let's see here. J JTV sent 10 says, Hey T, I can tell you firsthand this happens. I used to work at Applebee's. Almost every day our manager would talk about food and products coming up missing. Mind you, I was a host working in the front. I told y'all, y'all be thinking I be over-exaggerating. No, people really be helping themselves to stuff at work, honey. It's not just staplers. It's, it's the whole meal. <laughs> but thank you, Jay. I appreciate you. Uh, Nikki Wonderful sent 10. Says he, he bears a show on FX. In the first episode, the head chef is buying black market truffles and olive oil bf confirmed it is a thing he works as an executive chef Ooh, so your boyfriend confirmed it yes people really do be doing stuff that's why i'm like they don't bless with that old black lady but i bet you anything it's so many people involved in that doing that dirt but thank you for the super chat um let's see here sierra says Bill Gates wants to give away 100,000 chickens. Yeah, I'm not interested. He can keep his chickens. I'm not interested. Um, Tranquilla says CMP director would have caught the chicken theft first. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it went on so long lets me know that people knew what was up and they just weren't saying nothing. I believe that whoever found it wasn't somebody who probably normally worked with them or in that department. So they had to play it off. I mean, the fact they've been going on that long to the point where it was affecting the budget, definitely more people involved. Uh, Keisha and Love says, Titi, you're so right. She sold them chickens. I have been laughing the whole stream. Thank you for a wonderful evening. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it is 1036. Yeah, it's getting late. Uh, Dexter Davis says, I drive fuel trucks for a living. A lot of my old co-workers got caught stealing and selling the fuel. Damn. Even the truckers are stealing and selling fuel. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Thank you for that tea. I appreciate you. Shout out to all my truckers out here. Okay, truckers selling fuel. Um, Let's see here. Genesis says, I tried explaining the Pfizer situation, but I think YouTube is censoring me. I'll try commenting. Okay, Genesis. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Miss Melanated says an entire level one trauma center was closed. A lot of the nurses found out when they looked at the news, these employees, these employers are not loyal. Oh yeah. We talked about that during the nursing stream. A lot of those nurses in Atlanta found out when we all found out, which was on the news. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these employee employers, um, they're not loyal and they won't think twice about cutting you when it comes to saving their bottom line, but somehow you're supposed to give them a two week notice and you know, um, all this stuff. No, use all your vacation time and then quit. Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, if you have a great boss and a great job, then you wouldn't be leaving. Right. So obviously sometimes, I mean, unless you're moving because you're having to move out of town or you just want to, you know, 
going to another field. But yeah, if, if it's a job that's causing you stress and anxiety and angst, definitely move on and find something else. Because these companies, they're not loyal. And they're showing us that every day. They are not loyal at all, at all. That also goes for the online companies. Look how long I've been on YouTube and look how they do my channel. They're not loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> look, it's Matt in the chat. I see trucks. Oh, no, he's not in the chat. Okay, I just see a bunch of trucks. Matt is doing fine. Thank y'all for asking. I'll tell him that y'all asked about him. <laughs> um, let's see here. Kate the Great says, you look beautiful. Thank you, sis. She says, we get we got lots of snow and black ice in Ohio. You should do more of these watch and react videos. They are so funny. Send in love. Thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe I will. I do like those reaction videos. I did one on Maury years ago, and it, it got turned into like a gift. Like when you look at my name, like on gifts, like on iPhone or Android, all you see is my clips from the Maury episode that I was reacting to. I'm like, I didn't even know this could turn into a gift. It was just so funny. They got it all in the iPhone and on Android. It's like the funniest thing. Um, let's see here. Uh, Michelle says, T, did you hear there's a company reincarnating the woolly mammoth in 20 oh god in 2027 and we'll release it into the arctic it will be placed it will be placed in an african elephant i didn't hear anything about that again we're out here playing god and just doing the most just i'm gonna have to look more up into that story why would you want to bring back the woolly mammoth and see that's how they start Oh, we just want to test this out and bring back the woolly mammoth. And then soon they'll be bringing back human beings. Soon they'll be bringing back Tupac and, you know, all types of crazy stuff. No, once something is dead and extinct, just leave it be. That's insane. Somebody said, who's a woolly mammoth? You must be new here. Um, a woolly mammoth is like an Arctic elephant with fur. Um, Have y'all ever watched, uh, what's that, with Sid? That was my show. My kids used to watch it. All I remember was Sid. He was a sloth or something. What was that movie? I know y'all know what I'm talking about. I said, yeah! <laughs> that is my movie, honey. I haven't watched it in years. If you watch the movie Ice Age, there are woolly mammoths in that movie. That movie's really good. Yes. Child, I'm getting old. I'll be forgetting stuff. But um, yeah, watch that movie. You'll see what a woolly mammoth is. I love Ice Age. I'm gonna watch it tonight before I go to bed. I've not seen, I, me and my kids used to watch that all the time. Ice Age. And who was the voice of the woolly mammoth? He was like on TV. I want to say it was like Raymond or somebody. Um, I liked his voice. He was just funny. That's what you're supposed to do in a herd. They're like the weirdest herd that you've ever seen. Ray Romero, thank you. Yes. Yes, it is such a good movie. Yeah, I like that way better than Ice Age 2. And they were fighting against like the, the saber-toothed tigers. It's been years. But I remember the boys used to watch it all the time on the weekend. Now they're grown and they're barely ever even here on the weekend because they're, you know, they're living their own life. But yeah, we used to watch Ice Age all the time. Y'all bring back memories. I'm watch that shit tonight. Be in the room crying. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, watch that movie. And you'll see what a woolly mammoth is. Those things have been extinct for like child years and they want to bring it back. That is creepy. That is creepy. 
Yes, everybody loves Raymond. That was the show. And then they did a twist on it, made everybody hates Chris. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. That was a good show. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Somebody says, Bill Gates, Jehovah, has an incurable cough for you. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I just, it's something about Bill Gates. He just creeps me out. I remember when I first heard about him, like I knew he was like into tech and he invented Microsoft and all this stuff. But I really thought the way he was like just moving all over the world, like, you know, just injecting people with vaccines. I thought it was a doctor too. It wasn't until I got older. They're like, no, he has no medical degree. Like, I, like how does that work? Because think about it. I couldn't go work at Microsoft without the proper degree. They would laugh me out the door. Like, no, you can't be a coder. You can't be a software engineer. You don't have the degree. He doesn't have a degree to be a doctor, but yet and still he's working on all these vaccine trials. It's just weird. Like, I don't understand, like, how it doesn't work. Like, the same rules don't apply to him. I, maybe because he's a billionaire, so I guess. But I just find that interesting. Y'all go and apply at Microsoft and see what they tell y'all. Y'all don't have a degree to work there. You're not going to get the job. But somehow he's walking around in a white lab coat. He's reinventing meat. He's bringing back the woolly mammoth. He's making fake eggs. <laughs> he just does too much. I'm sure, even though you didn't say it was him, I'm sure he's behind that woolly mammoth trial. He done put some money into that shit. Trust me, he's somewhere behind all this mess. <laughs> but... um. Y'all, on that note, I've been out here for two hours and 28 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log out. It's getting late. I know y'all are ready to go to bed. But thank y'all so much for joining me tonight. It was a wonderful stream. I had a really good time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your evening, y'all. Bye.